Hello. Hello. Ah, it's Aaron and his microphone. Oh, no. It's good to know that things have not changed, buddy. How are you doing? Doing just fine, I guess. T- turn it down to, a, well, maybe it's me, actually, because I, I did have a Hello. problem. Okay, PS is loud, too. Who had a parakeet um, or something? Jethro has a cockatiel. A cockatiel. a cockatiel and a green cheek conure. What's, ooh, I have to Google that. I've never heard of that. Green cheek. My girlfriend's pointing out P.S. Oh, it's pretty! Yes, yes, she is. She's a pretty girl. Yes. Oh, that's my finger. P.S. My girlfriend likes What's your, uh, your Billadama icon, by the way. We're watching. Oh, cool. We're in the middle of watching Battlestar the Galactica. Just started season three. Oh, is this her first time? She's seen parts of it. So this uh-huh. is the first time going all the way through, straight through. So oh, cool. it's Great. exciting. First time going all the way with Bill and Saul, huh? That's right. All the yep. way. <laughs> to answer your question, P.S., their names are Faraday and Curie. Of course they would be. Okay. That's, those are good names. Appropriate for your profession. They are her birds. Appropriate Curie, for- Curie is new. She is a little cutie butt. She likes to snuggle. I'm funny. I think it's so funny that Kat's not answering the phone, even though she called me and woke me up. And she's not ready. Hi. Sorry, I was in the bathroom. How dare you? Hello. P.S. will forgive you for that. (laughs) Yes, you're allowed to go to the bathroom. I figured I needed to use the 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 headmistress says you're allowed. (laughs) So in a moment of extremely good timing, I finished listening to the four and a half hour long special edition podcast with the three of you guys talking about uh, bad fic just today, like on the way home from work. Okay, so you're prepared. You're prepared for... This experience. I I am prepared. How prepared are you? Um, uh, it's very prepared, somewhat prepared, or not at all. The, the I don't know. So how, are much we had, ever how much prepared? had Deathrill drunk? Deathrill had a liter, a liter and a half of, of wine. A very good <laughs> wine. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Uh, Sauvignon Blanc, was it? Yes, it was. And it's really strange. I drank a liter and a half of Moscato last night without any problems whatsoever. Hello. Ignore the dumb one over here, please. Okay. Hello. <laughs> it was good times. Really that was such a fun night. I don't remember half of it, but it was a really fun night. Well, thankfully, there's the I recording evidence to you remind us of that. were sick and in a tea kettle, which was, you know, interesting. Yes, hopefully we will not have any such problems tonight. Yeah, P.S., you sound good. Great. You sounded good last night. You sound good, too. Hey, I guess I'm just improving. I'm not sure what I think about this new Skype. My Skype is the same as it was before. Yeah, it, up- it just updated for Mac. Oh, really? Today. Really? I haven't gotten it to do that Well, yet. I had to, like, uninstall it and then, like, reinstall it because Ew. it started, like, every time I opened Skype, it would crash and then say, Skype has crashed. Do you want oh. to reopen? And I would click <laughs> reopen. And it would say, Skype has crashed. Do you want to reopen? Oh, jeez. I hate it when it does that. Hmm. I don't think I've actually talked to half of you. Uh, I don't think quite I've possibly not. Hi, Aaron. Hello. Selena? Yep. Well, okay. Mooney, technically. Mooney? Okay. Do we yeah. call you Mooney, yeah. or are we allowed call me to call Mo- you Selena? Call me Mooney, don't call me Selena unless you're mad at me. Okay. okay. It's, like, it's like when you say your full name, including middle name, like... Basically, my full first name is a middle name ultimatum, yes. Okay, excellent. If somebody were to actually give me a middle name ultimatum, um, 
I yeah. <laughs> it'd be it'd be like I'm just giving, never... I don't know something. It'd be terrible. like adding names. It would be like <laughs> be craziness. That's what it would be. Yeah, it, it would be bad. Baba black sheep. <laughs> oh, no. Why, why no. Is there... What's going on? I was just making sure that everybody was still there. Uh, no, we're not going to start with the nursery rhymes. P.S. couldn't remember nursery rhymes last night. This won't, this won't make any sense because this will come out long before last night's podcast. This will make sense will. in about a year. But. I couldn't. But last night they told me to say something so that they could hear me for an extended period of time, and I so I started singing, and I couldn't remember the second part of blah, 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 Voice. That is going to be an interesting combination to get stuck in my head now. I have a feeling Black it's making its way into the titles. All right. Yeah. Meanwhile, all last night I kept going on mute trying to figure out why my butt hurt and it was like my tailbone is bruised. That but doesn't sound good. What did you do? I was biking on the stationary thing in the gym and, and you fell off it. No, I didn't oh, fall off it. You didn't? No. No, that thing hurts. Yeah, it hurts. And some, what the uh, hell kind of biking have you been? I don't want to know. <laughs> it's not like it's a contact sport. Well, apparently to you it is. <laughs> I like the one with the seat. Hey, hey, you know, hey. like with the seat, your feet are in front of you. The re- uh, what? The one where you recline. The bike where you're, you recumbent. sit in the seat and the your recumbent? feet are in front of you yes. instead of like a regular bicycle. They have recumbent. I'm, I'm, I'm gesturing. I'm making a bicycle gesture. Of course, nobody can see me. Wow. I'm like moving. Well, they, they have they have recumbent bike bikes, and then they have recumbent like a bikes. bike bike. No, don't even start. We are not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> we are not going there again. For <laughs> this will come up in a year again. But last night we rehashed the boat boat discussion. Oh, good. Boat boat is important. We figured out what a string boat is versus a boat boat versus a sailboat versus a ship. But but Deathrill has seen me biking and he has biked with me. He knows that I'm a good biker. Cat is a good biker. <laughs> Are we trying to name the episode early? No. Oh, I'm just, to get that out I'm of the just way. saying like. Mooney is questioning my biking skills. <laughs> hey, you're infinitely better than me who ran into a tree the last time I tried to bike. So. I feel oh. like I need to defend my skills because I bike six miles on the stationary bike. So like, you don't actually bike six miles. You well, stay in one place. I stay in one place, but it's like work. you're working six miles. Like you're working the same amount of energy, uh, kinetic energy as it would take to bike six miles. Of course. But you have nowhere to go because if you had biked six miles, then you'd have to bike six miles back. Well, or you'd bike three miles and then three miles back. That true. Does it reverse <laughs> Where would the you terrain wind up for if- you? Does it give you artificial terrain? <laughs> um, if you choose, you can like have hills and stuff. Really? Oh, yeah. Do you change gears in the middle of doing this? No, but you I didn't don't really bike. But I didn't change you gears. You just pedaled. 
But, okay, fine. I, I didn't change gears when we were on our bike ride. Oh, okay. I did, just to get to a comfortable one, but I think I stayed in five the yeah, whole time. I was, I was, mine was set in five, so I was just like, this is fine. It wasn't too bad. It was good times. It was good times. Meeting Pufuanians, and nothing disastrous happened. Well, my, except, you know, once I got back, then disastrous things happened. But oh, I yes. I haven't Pufuanians in a while. I need to do that. <sighs> Nobody lives down in Florida. No. Unfortunately not. There's a big cluster of us here you in think Boston. I think more of you guys would come down here to go to the, to the theme park, but, you know. Where in Florida do you live, in? I live in the Tampa area. Yeah, I feared. That's too far away. I'm afraid of the south. <laughs> Oh come on down, y'all! It ain't so bad. See, I, I did go. I did go to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Oh, when I'm wasn't down it there, awesome? I, it was great. It was it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was worth going once. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a Disney girl. I don't really get Universal. Yeah, I've been to both Disney World and Disneyland, and California Adventure. I like California Adventure. It's, they're improving it. It should get better this year. Yeah, I mainly like California Adventure because they have wine tasting. Mmm, <laughs> wine. Mm, wine. We all know Death likes wine. I love wine. <laughs> I could totally use some. Moscato was fabulous last night. It goes down just like candy. I'm drinking another beer. Mm. I'm, I'm drinking double I get wine and candy. I'm okay. having Sam Adams East West Kolsch. Now, if you can say that pack. at the end of the podcast, that'll be a, a, a good thing. Yes. Ten points to Slytherin. <laughs> We're pretty evenly uh, divided. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have any Gryffindors, though. No Gryffindors. Just half uh, so, of one. Always so odd that Gryffindor is not being on the forums. That always but I weird. love that. I, I love that because they're all at Leaky and they're all on MuggleNet. Hmm. Yeah. Everyone would want to be a Gryffindor. Are you are you saying that Gryffindors cause drama? Maybe. <laughs> I'm not saying either way. I'm saying I am friends with Gryffindors that I can put up with, and then there are Gryffindors that I can't put up with. But that's true to pretty much for pretty much every house. Hmm. What I am saying, though, as far as some of the bigger sites go is that there are a lot more members who identify as Gryffindor. I think that's because Gryffindor was the house. You know, I mean, Gryffindor was the main character's house, so I think a lot of people want to be a Gryffindor because it sounds cool. And they maybe haven't thought about it as much or taken a real test. Hmm. I don't know. So you have a lot of casual fans who are identifying as Gryffindor. Oh, these weren't casual fans, but I, I can, I'm sure some of them were not really considering their characters to characterizations. So this is going to be about okay. plot bunnies, is that right? Good fic and plot bunnies. Good fic and plot bunnies. Elements okay. we like. This is to be a counter to the bad fic discussion where we're going to say, here's some things we would like to see more of. Here's ways to be original. And we're definitely going to be recommending fic by name tonight. Okay. I'm going to try and not be cranky and bite Draco Malfoy's head off. Very good. <laughs> I want to throw something out immediately, actually. Um, mm-hmm. In... One of the last discussions, I, I was uh, rather mm, cranky, shall we say, about uh, the bit about you have to give Ginny chocolate and witches chocolate in general. Otherwise, they become hellacious, raging bitches. And something that comes out of complete left field. And I was listening to the old 100 series, and it turns out that's Kez's fic, Rebuilding Life. 
I know. I, when, you, when you were saying that, I'm just like, that's rebuilding life. Like, what is, what is he saying? What's going I mean, on? I, com- I complained about it then, and I used the exact same language. So at least I'm being consistent in not liking it. And I love Gaza. Yeah. I love rebuilding life. But that was just completely out of left field. Right. I so also you can make- find elements of bad fic even in the best fictions. I also want to make a correction slash... Um, slash uh, slash addendum to what I said on slash relationships during bad fic because I know PS jumped down my throat and I was slightly inebriated at the time so I was going like why is she yelling at me but what I realized is I wasn't completely articulate in what I was saying and that's the fact that with sla- with with a lot of relationships, particularly slash fic, for some reason in the Harry Potter fandom, people who want authors who want two characters to be together won't give any build up most of the time. They'll, you know, completely. They're, they'll say, you know, this whole like, I like you and you like me. Let's just jump in the sack. And it's I really don't like that. I really... I think that happens with all ships to some degree. Right, which is why... I don't think you can really call out certain ones. I was using slash more often than I've seen in Het, but it happens across the board. And it definitely happens across the board, has been my perception. Like, like... But I think what's part of her perception here is that you generally don't see the long stories where the relationship builds so much in slash whereas it's you do not, see it and in I that. wish there were more i wish there were more like that so i think it's the percentages of each and it right. it just yeah. colors the perception but it's not even about the length of the fic like yeah. PS written come on some, i just saved you here go with it yes <laughs> has written some awesome bill saul one shots that are you know a pretty slow developing kind of a thing. I have read, you know, fic, which is Harry Ginny, which is, you know, completely like they've just met and it's just like, we clearly have chemistry. We must have sex now. And it's just like, okay, can we not do this? Because this isn't realistic. I mean, it, it, it has nothing to do with the ship and everything to do with how it's executed. I can see that. I think I think all ship fix should be executed well with, you know, build up if that's necessary. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Keza, she just popped online. That's funny. We have performed a summoning here at Puffa. I, uh, well, I still, every time I, th- I, I think in my head, Rebuilding Life by Keza Bear, I hear you doing the Australian accent. <laughs> <laughs> just because I listened to the one hundred, the late one hundreds, like was that, was that what was the one where we were, we were each trying to do the best Australian accent? Because it was, was rebuilding was life that? by Casper. <laughs> <laughs> but in this fic that we are reading right here, which is rebuilding life by Casper. <laughs> <laughs> there are no koalas in this fic, in Ginny. We'll have chocolates whenever Harry brings it to her. Wow. I'm just... I know. Wow. I don't I even know it. what that is. <laughs> <laughs> don't even know what that is. You know what? Don't care. 
We were waiting for Aaron. All right, I'm turning off my screensaver because it's annoying me that it wants me to write. You should be writing. What do you mean your screensaver wants you to write? My screensaver, and Death has seen this, is the text you should be writing. Oh. Uh, hey, I said I should go get some. I didn't say I actually did. Did you? I don't have any. Oh. Well, I'm back at my house, and my house is devoid of anything alcoholic at this point. That's okay. I was completely stone cold sober on the season closer, and I think I'm the only person who drinks alcohol readily and willingly that was sober. (laughs) Yeah, but God, I need a drink. It's been an interesting couple of weeks. I can imagine. Actually, I can't imagine because I'm not employed. Yeah, I But I'm sorry. Felt like I've been drowning for about two weeks. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, yeah. Not to mention I'm living with my parents again, and that just makes it infinitely worse. Yeah. It's always fun, but sometimes you have to do what you have to do. I, I just got my lease statement, which is just, like, so much more stress because it's just like, I don't want to live here for another year. Yeah. Is it possible that we can do, like, six months? Or month to month? No. Can't, we can't, I can't do month you to can month. You do month to month? Okay. They want a year. Well, the place that I stay at offers three months, six months, nine months, and a year. So I basically uh, just have to go down to the office and be like, is it possible for me to do six months? Because after that, my parents are pull- pulling the plug and moving me back home. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's going to be fun. Yeah. Podcast night's going to get interesting those nights. Oh, good. Mm. More entertainment. That's going to be me and the garage. <laughs> I'm just spiders. glad my parents will leave me alone, although my father's introduction to the podcast will probably scar him for life. Where are you starting out with? I don't think we've ever actually had somebody podcast from the garage. We've always had people say it sounds like they're in the garage. Or in the dryer. <laughs> yeah. But nobody has actually Someone should podcast from, from the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> Most of you probably wouldn't fit in a dryer. I can the fit dryer in the dryer. is up in the air. I couldn't. I I, I could Wait, probably what? fit in the dryer, but it's up. <laughs> what? It's on top of the washing machine. Oh 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 oh! I thought you meant it was like suspended or something. <laughs> I was picturing it was like Wingardium Leviosa. <laughs> I know. It was like <laughs> Wingardium dryer. Dryer. It's like is is PS a witch and she hasn't told us yet. <laughs> I don't think if I was a witch, I don't think I would be using just to do Wingardium Leviosa. You would know. <laughs> the Accioing some wine. Hells yeah. And everyone has wine who has wine. And I have beer. If you could only use one spell, if you were could be a wizard for only one, but only use one spell and be a muggle, like if you were, if you were given one Harry Potter spell that you could use and only use one spell, what spell would it be? Asio. Repel. Yeah, me too. Because I don't break things that much, but I lose <laughs> things all the time. Yeah, that too. Ugh. Like right now, I have no idea where my keys are. I have to go we'll find to, them somewhere weird. I have, I have to go to Comic Con tomorrow. Like, you know, I don't really care right now. You have to go. Oh, yes, I have to go. Well, I just spent $50 uh, on my ticket. My, my girlfriend mentioned one, and I, and I have to agree with her, um, uh, but it's not from canon. I would use I would do the Tempest Fugit spell from um, Barb's Trilogy, and that would, you know, stops time. Oh, I didn't know what we were doing. But see, wouldn't, wouldn't, doesn't that, like, have an adverse effect on your... 
Yes, but it's still awesome, okay? <laughs> I mean, see, I would... Sure, I would you age 20,000 times faster than normal, but who cares? You can stop time. I mean, I would definitely time. do that if you didn't age 20,000 times faster than normal. But it would I be would, great to sleep some more. I wouldn't want to stop time. I have a Sorry. Yeah, sorry. What? Imagine all the fabulous printing opportunities you could have. Okay. Yeah. No, I wouldn't want to stop time. I have a recurring dream that I wake up from whatever sleep or nap I'm, I'm in, and I'm, like, back in middle school. Ew. <laughs> I have to do it all over again. Ew. What a horrifying thought. the same thing. <laughs> what an absolutely horrifying thought. Ew. I mean, high school was bad enough. Like, can you imagine going through puberty again? Oh, God. But I was okay with it because that meant that I could get, like, firsties on all the forms. <laughs> the Pufla Exchange was our last best hope for conversation. We failed. But in season three, it became something greater. Our last best hope for entertainment. Hey Ron, the next time you're... Where would you like to start, Sue? Well, let's start at the beginning. That would be awesome! My resolutions for this Potterfic weekly season is not to snort. Welcome to Potterfic, whatever. Oh, Scott. Did we, did we lose Scott? Okay, what did I miss? <laughs> Am I surrounded by Hufflepuffs? You yes, are. you are. Yes, you are. Apparently, <laughs> I'm Jen, and I don't know my alphabet. No, she's the poster child for our podcast. Shit. I snort. I think I need more meds. My meds have kicked in, I can tell. Sure. <laughs> I think that's two. That could possibly be three. Moving right along. I felt like a rock star. Just really big knickers. Pants are your underpants, not oh. trousers. Waterpick Weekly, defining strange terms for your edification. <laughs> but I was planning on getting grammar anytime soon. Really, honestly. Saxon Snorkax? Two of my favorite subjects. I love Snape. You are quite possibly clinically insane. In the nicest sense of the word, of course. <laughs> we'll always laugh before the end. Father, think we please. Where the story never ends. And welcome back to the Pufu Exchange. I am Londo Malari of the House Malari. I'm Laura Roslin of Colonial One. I'm Captain Samantha Carter from SG1. I'm Rick Castle. From where? From Castle. <laughs> no, that's you know not. No, it has from to Castle. Just from New York. He doesn't know he's on the show, Castle. <laughs> Rick Castle, just NY. Just NY. <laughs> there you go. And I totally can't think of anything.
Well, you are actually. Don't you like anything but Harry Potter? Yeah, but nothing I can think of off the top of my head. How about someone from Downton Abbey? I know you like that. Ooh, let me think. Mary. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. Spoilers, I haven't finished yet. I haven't either. I'm only halfway through season one. So uh, as I'm, I'm, I'm started season two. Uh, yeah. So shh. Yeah. Well. So that say was a it. Lovely warm up. Sorry, I didn't mean to frighten everybody with putting you on the spot right there. They they let me do the intro for Potterfic Weekly last night, and I did it in character. And just blew everyone away. I, was, <laughs> I stopped talking, and there was dead silence. And then there's just this <laughs> wheezing laughter coming over the headset. What what, what character did you were you in? On the, in Londo or we're Londo Malari of the House oh, of Malari. <laughs> We are here to talk about what makes good fan fiction. <laughs> I just can't imagine Londo Malari knowing about fan fiction. I like wow. to read a good I know. story. Think of all the characters keeps the mind sharp. He's the least likely to care. <laughs> I love it. In our last discussion, we talked about bad fiction. Things that are very bad make you go to the bad place. Makes us cry. <laughs> bad cliches, tropes I'm that already, we don't like. I'm already crying. Thank you. Okay. Then we're we off to a good to start. Serve. <laughs> we live to serve. What do you want? Um, what do I want? I want time traveling, Molly. Hint, hint. Me too. It's a very excellent story. I have read some of it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's coming slowly, um, but it, it's actually I've actually gone back into writing it now, just oh, these last good. couple weeks even. Yay! Oh, I can't wait. I I have in in my notes like first thing I have I want a different perspective like Aaron's Molly Fick. <laughs> Which Molly? It's Molly Molly Weasley. She comes from an alternate timeline to the okay. canon timeline uh. to fix things. Oh. But, but it, it, it's, the premise is it was my idea. Yes. Nice. It's, the the premise is that it's one of these redo fix where the character has to go back and, you know, go through the timeline changing sure. things, but like pretending that, you know, they're part of the timeline. Yeah. Except the outcome is the canon. Because it's usually like the out people go, they go back to either fix the canon mm-hmm. and make it different. But or I've better, never usually. seen a fix. Yeah, make it better. I've never seen a fic where the characters go back and they fix this terrible timeline where everybody died, and the result mm-hmm. is the canon. Wow, that's we, original. I think what inspired it is Molly in the train station. Mm-hmm. Very what were what I thought could be interpreted as very obviously trying to get Harry's attention when she's like, "Oh, packed with muggles." <laughs> Oh yeah, Which she wouldn't do if I mean that, she that has there with bugged her own me. Children. But yes, yes. But I think we in this the premise of this fic is that she's trying to get Harry's attention because I guess he hadn't been had a relationship with the Weasleys and things that turned out terribly. Mm-hmm. And what what I'm attracted to of this is the fact that it's from the perspective of somebody that you like never get in fan fiction because if it's not Harry, it's one of the trio or Ginny or even sometimes the Marauders, Draco. Mm -hmm. Like there are main... Molly 
Molly gets very little fic and especially very little plotty slash action fic. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. she has to take an active role in actually doing things that matter. Yeah. To Molly's Lydia. job in fic is to be batshit crazy, to cook, and to fill lots of space when you need someone yelled at. It's um, it's interesting that because um, this the the idea to do to do Molly was at first it was like Molly, hmm, interesting. But then, as I was thinking about it, there was all these little things that you can have fun explaining if it's because she's got these memories of another timeline. Um, mm-hmm. Her reaction to Hermione in Goblet of Fire, um, the way she's um, the way her Boggart turns out where mm-hmm. it's all of all of them dead over and over again. Oh, gee. Um, yeah. The, the, I, um, her, how hard she takes Percy's estrangement from the family. Mm-hmm. Um, these, you know, uh, you, and some of these, some of these are just, you know, yeah, it's, it's very difficult, you know, and a normal person would probably react the same way, but you can also explain them in this other way. That's really been fun. That's what I love about fan fiction is when you take something from the canon that has a pretty straightforward interpretation, but you just, you could, interpret it another way and when yeah. you see a fic that does that really well that is really good because it just it is so creative and it is just i think that is the ideal for me in fan fiction i mean there's so many reasons to have fan fiction there's you know what could have happened there's mm-hmm. what if these characters had more of a role there's what was mm-hmm. this character thinking there's what happened in the past there's what's happened in the future mm-hmm. but i think one of my very favorite things is when they takes is when somebody takes something and just flips it on its head. Doesn't necessarily change anything, but just says, "Okay, here's what's there." Well, maybe this is why it's like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I get a link? No, it's not published yet. There's no link. All right, yet. never mind then. <sighs> He's making Eventually. us all crazy. Oh, yeah. because it's been. I've been working on it for over two years now, and I haven't. Wow. It's, it's about. Half done. Okay. I'm in the I'm in the middle of Goblet, um, and um, oh, that's fantastic! And okay. I hadn't worked I'm on so it. Excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> I hadn't worked on it for a while, but um, I've just recently gotten back into working on it. So um, hopefully, I'll make I'm some more progress. Cat didn't try and hack my computer to get the files. <laughs> <laughs> yes, wow. well, now that you've said my that, data. no, I w- I was a very very good person, and and I did not try and finagle. The files off Death's computer. I was, you know, I'm going to be a good Hufflepuff and be patient, but at the same time, it's just it, it's so rare to get a different perspective, and that's part of the reason why I really am attracted to TSH in the way that I am, and the reason why I am attracted to the things that PS writes, and the why I'm writing the fic that I'm writing is. We see in canon and 90% of fan fiction one perspective. It's the Gryffindor, Harry, and he's got to fix a problem, and that's the end of the story. And it's so interesting to take a different perspective and kind of turn things on you know, its ear and, and make things different. And that I think that's what makes good fi- fan fiction in this day and age that's post Deathly Hallows is the fact that people are looking for different ways to tell the same stories. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, I have 
no issue whatsoever with a good canon compliant post Deathly Hallows fic. I have no problem with the missing years. I have no problem with the next generation. I think they're wonderful too. But I think when you have a closed canon like this, especially one where you really you got so much. I mean, she really tied up so many loose ends that there's very few holes necessarily unless you're going for more minor characters. There's fewer holes mm-hmm. to plug with, you know, Harry. Mm-hmm. But I think if you start getting into AU stuff, then you get so much more yeah. One of my, more my, ground. My two- my two favorite words when it comes to fan fiction a lot of the times are simply what if and some of the best some of the best fan fiction dissolves from well devolves from what if this happened what if that happened you know and then from there the you you create this this completely better uh, or not better but a different way of, of looking at things and and some really truly amazing stories I think my my p- favorite piece of fan fiction will forever be the what if middle part of um, of Barb's trilogy the the time oh, of good gosh, yes. mm-hmm. um, it's, yes. it's myself as well and it's it's just so it's so amazing and dark and everything that happens in that it's just it's just really really good and you, what if you know, what if Lily lives? What's the price of that? Why? Why does that? Why is that a good thing? Why is it? Why is that a bad thing? You know, the the laws of unintended consequences and how they play out. Mm-hmm. It's it's really quite amazing. And and so many of my so many of my favorite fics are, are also have those kind. Of, they're not necessarily AU, but like um, you know, what if Remus and, and Sirius adopt Harry? You know, mm-hmm. what if? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what if Harry shakes hands with Draco? I mean, even, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, all these things, you know, they, they make for truly, truly interesting stories. If you, if you're involved, if you're already involved with the, with the world, which of course we all are. I, no, really? Here for you. no, really? <laughs> what, what if Voldemort just swipes Lily aside, she hits the wall, doesn't die. And then he just kills Harry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Harry if, dies. Yeah. What if, Fred, what if George goes back in time and rescues Fred, which is one of my favorite fics, Fox Ears? Yes, um, I read that one. Or I didn't read it. Did I ever read it? No, I heard it on the podcast, didn't I? Well, I, I mean, then you That's know the same that thing my, my, love of, my love of Fred and how I cried every time that people would talk about Fred's death and Fox Ears just kind of fixed everything for me because it's just like, Fred's not dead anymore. I'm good. Oh, well, if you didn't have that urge to fix things, you know, a lot of a lot of stories wouldn't take place. Yeah. It, it's, the other question that I like is what happened? With the past, yep. because like there are so blanks kind of thing? well, there are so many questions with the Marauders and and mm-hmm. you know everything that Shoe we locks. never learn because Harry never learned them, mm-hmm. and it's so interesting to just sit back and think, well, what happened here? Mm-hmm. And to tell mm-hmm. that story to yourself is a lot of fun. Yeah, and the first time the story came out where all the marauders met on the train and they got to be good friends and they made enemies mm-hmm. with Snape and yada 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 and that was one way of thinking about it and there were countless imitators that told this part better that part better and if you could mash them all together you'd get a great story and mm-hmm. then there's one that we covered on Pofua Conspiracy of Cartographers where Sirius 
wants to be the king of Slytherin and Mm -hmm. he's pissed (laughs) off that he's in Gryffindor. I love that so much. It was just a completely new and interesting way of looking at the establishment of the characters and how could you get there from a different starting point. And it was refreshing and I really, really enjoyed the read because it was so different from anything Mm -hmm. I'd read before. Is that Faraday? Yes. (laughs) Curie is the shriller of the two. You can definitely tell when it's good to know. Good to know. They're not singing tonight. Right. That's that's a good thing. One thing that I really like about some fan fiction is there's there's fan fiction out there that has canon to the T from a different perspective. Like, I'd love to see something like Floor doing during the Trial Wizard tournament and her perspective of events. Mm-hmm. I think. I'm going to throw like out that. another series. It's the Hermione Granger series. It's Hermione Granger and the Goblet of Fire and the Order of the Phoenix and so on. Oh, so it's from her. All these fictions. It's from, canon her. from her perspective. Is that like, the one with the diary? I don't think so. Is that the one where she's like. Um, um, it was written post. Was it post written post canon? Uh, individually, or, uh, I, I think there's ones where there's a diary and where she has a diary. There's one where she has a diary, and there's ones. <laughs> there's ones where that was. It, there's ones. There was a series that was written post Order of the Phoenix, so it starts Hermione Granger and the Order of the Phoenix, and then the next two are different. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like a book six, a book six, and a book seven, but they're not. Right. Prince and definitely how this is that, written pre. But the author also goes and branches and tells the canon story. Oh, maybe I just didn't Prince. know there was... It's Anne-Margaret. Okay. A Goblet of Fire. Yeah. I didn't know there was a Goblet of Fire. Never mind. I had been reading a, a Harry, uh, Hermione Granger and the Goblet of Fire one where she her name comes out of the Goblet. Oh, boy. That's oh. an excellent one. Oh, really? That's a, that's a work oh, in progress, where, though. What's that one? Basically, she, being Hermione, is messing around with an experimental spell. She casts a protective spell on Harry, and as a result, her name comes out of the Goblet instead of his. So she, she to compete. Did she put it in? Is that no? She did. Is didn't. that this one? I just googled Hermione Granger and the Goblet of Fire. Is this one Porky? Yes. The protective spell changed Harry's name to Hermione's. Oh, <laughs> that's interesting. I like wow. that, especially since yeah, Hermione makes... Granger is very, you know, experimenting with charms, even though she's not supposed to. Mm-hmm. That's very, very Hermione. And I read she a, just has a hell of a time dealing with the tasks. There's a really I good bet. multi-dimensional yeah. fic that's like that, where in a universe where Harry died, she and Ron are experimenting with a advanced Osseo spell, and they manage to summon Canon Harry into their oh, universe. Man. <laughs> oh, God. Always fun and exciting. Do you know what that one's called? I'm looking it up. Hold on. What was the serious The King of Slytherin or whatever fic? Conspiracy of Cartographers. Ah, there we go. Thank you. It's a good name. That's just one of the best names I've ever heard. It's it's yeah. it's, an, it's an excellent story. Yes, it is. I apparently don't know how to spell cartographers. There we go. On the subject of things that we want to see that we don't see, changes and, and whatnot, mm-hmm. where are all of the fics where Harry is a Hufflepuff? Where are they? Where are all the fics where Harry's a Ravenclaw? I've seen the only, more of those There's some good ones. Methods of Rationality is the only one I know on that. Hells yeah. I love Methods of Rationality. The only one that I know that's a good Hufflepuff one is Building Bridges. Okay. Which I'm linked to right now by Mithril. And that one is a WIP. I'm pretty sure it's abandoned because it's been 
Well, no, it's, it might not be abandoned. It was last updated December 2nd, 2011. And it's basically something happened so that the Dursleys aren't around anymore. And he winds up in an orphanage. And he meets... He he manages to wander into Diagon Alley and he meets the goblins before anybody else. Oh. Hmm, interesting. So his schooling is very, like, altered by that. I bet. I've read a couple other Harry as a Ravenclaw ones. There's a fairly decent one on also on Portkey called uh, Harry McGonagall, where he's raised by relatives McGonagalls. She instead of instead of leaving him on the Dorsley's doorsteps, takes him to her I think her niece, mm-hmm. and uh, they raise him in America, and he ends up coming Hogwarts. It's Oh, I, I have that one on my Kindle to read it's, later. It's 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 pretty good. Uh, I, I wouldn't say it's it's the best ever, but it's it's decent enough. And there's so few of them that you know you can't necessarily pick and yeah. choose. Mm-hmm. Jay Burn also has one that's a kind of a um, crack. It's kind fic. of it's a little bit of a crack fic uh, where where he's raised by Trelawney. Trelawney, and he has oh, and he has crazy divination powers. I am so glad you brought that up because I was trying to think of the name and I was looking for it in here to bring it up. What the hell is it called? Something about the third eye. Don't force it. It'll come. Well, while you look it up, the different dimension one is called Vocare Probabia by Amber Evans Potter. How do you spell that? I linked you guys because okay. I knew that you guys weren't going to be able to spell that one. <laughs> Fabulous. Here's the Harry Potter one, the Hufflepuff one. Okay. Thank you. Oh, these are so exciting. I'm pretty sure this is the Hufflepuff one. <laughs> so, uh, this kind of bringing up Trelawney brings me to kind of another kind of section of the discussion I want to talk about. It's like, what types of magic are just touched upon in the canon that you'd like to see explored more? Earth and sea. Like, I know we never see divination treated seriously. That's what that what sparked my idea so sometimes i do wonder if it can be treated mm-hmm. seriously arithmancy definitely ancient runes there's a very good story mm-hmm. uh, where arithmancy is taken very seriously uh it's also a work in progress unfortunately but still very good um it's called um give me a second echoes of power okay on sink into your eyes very good story for the first 28 chapters or whatever that are posted of it worth reading um, okay. Basically, basically to, to sum it up, Lupin is a little bit more intelligent than he is portrayed in the canon, and he like comes up with this whole like theory of like magical physics essentially, hmm. and uh, he raises Harry as well. So um, he has like all this power or whatever from learning all these things that you can do by you know unlocking the secrets of magic or whatever. But it's mm-hmm. it, it treats magical magic very interesting uh, way as you know as having fields and particles and things like that. that you know, more like more like classical physics. I'm obsessed with magical theory. I would love some fix that just went went deep and nerdily into magical theory. I think one thing, I guess, I mean, it isn't really magic, but I would love to see wizard society treated more seriously. I mean, what it isn't... Mean? They're it all isn't a bunch of crackpots. It isn't touched at all in canon, and it seems like most... The the closest I've gotten is Death Chick. But they're kids, so they they've got a kids perspective. <laughs> With like wizarding traditions and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd definitely. Love to see I would love to see that. And before be we awesome. get too far away from magic, I have an ancient a, a fic with ancient runes in it. Ginny's gift has ancient runes in it. Okay. By Ash Winder. Oh. Awesome. Definitely bookmarking this. <laughs> I'm gonna run out of room on my head. Am I wrong? Is this the the ones with the book that they're translating? 
I'm sure it is. No, has anybody read it? Or am I alone? Oh, I am I'm alone. Not. I'm reading what now? Aaron, you're an HG shipper. Yes. Have you read it? Read what? Ginny's <laughs> gift. Ginny's gift. Uh, is that the one where she does charming things? Enchanting things? Is that what I'm thinking of? Aaron, you're buzzing. Uh, I think it's the Sorry. one with the ancient runes. Uh, ancient runes. I don't remember. I've I don't know which is fiction. the one with charming things. I know, so have I. Um, I'm, is this the anyway. one where I don't want to spoil things if you haven't read it. It's, it? There's a controversial ending. Uh, there's kind of a, there is a controversial ending because Ginny, well, Ginny's gift. Ginny gives a gift to Harry that involves a certain sacrifice. Yes, we're thinking of the same fic. Yeah, that's that's this one. Yeah. Okay. It has ancient runes in it. Um, and it has a sequel. There's where, a whole um, huge plotline. Yes, it does have a sequel. The Long Road Home, which mm-hmm. I didn't like yeah, as definitely much. Definitely read it. But, um, it, was, it was recommended on Pufa. Anything is recommended on Pufa, I've pretty much read on the recommendations page. Okay. Yeah. I think, though, that the way they treat the ancient runes is really interesting. Yeah. Because it just it explores a really different type of magic that you don't see so much in canon. And there's also interesting magic in Roman Holiday, which is... Like the movie? Um, has... Certain issues, and there's mm. a bit of a bagel in it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Snape has bagelish tendencies, but it's wait, wait, there's wait, a big wait, wait. If this is Snape, really then interesting. Is, is, this, is this Snape Hermione? It's, 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 it's Draco Hermione, and there's a small bagelish ish 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 Snape in it. But as, as, long as, it, as long as it isn't Snape Hermione, I will read it. Sounds pretty bagely to it's me. It's not really. It, it is pretty uh, bagely, but test too much. There's. It is pretty bagely. Make up your mind. <laughs> I said it was bagely. It's. It's you pretty bagely. You said it wasn't. Ish, no, ish, it ish, was. ish. As far as there's, it just, um. Go ahead. I was trying. I, I can't remember. I was trying to remember what it is they do. There's interesting magic in it. She comes up with a lot of different. Hi- there's history of the Wizarding World and Wizarding culture stuff in it. That's really interesting. So I think mm-hmm. if you can put aside Snape for a moment, it's really interesting. Right. Um. One thing that I I guess of magic that I really kind of want to see um done well in fan fiction is wandless magic. Because it seems as if people either go too far or don't mention it. Mm-hmm. And I would really like it to see it done well. I'm tired of seeing it at all. I don't want it. Yeah, I don't want wandless magic at all. I'm I, mean, with, I know this I'm is not the bad With I P.S. and Deathra on that one, but I don't know if I've ever seen wandless magic done with any kind of skill. And it's like, it's it's really not in the. the you know, it's so, so very little of it in the canon. It's such a. And I think is the only really person we ever see do it, Dumbledore. Like, I mean, are we Snape talking? No, Snape teach. Oh, that's unspoken magic. One, one, this magic. Like, I want to see a fic where most people can't do it. Are we talking like deliberate wandless magic, magic, or like accidental? Deliberate. 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 Okay. Like, but I want to see there's no, a difference. It doesn't between, matter like, if nobody can use it because Harry can use it. No, Harry no, will I, learn how to Harry use it. Irritating. If Harry can use it, that's, like, very irritating. But I want to see a fic where, like, 
Padma Patel can do wandless magic. Yes. Like it's like is. it's like a random thing as opposed to a power based thing. Yes. It's just like yes. out of left field. Padma Patel can do like it. it. Like it's <laughs> like it's animate. Like it's like a, uh, being a um, a metamorph magus. It's something that you're maybe born into and not mm-hmm. something that's mm-hmm. something you can learn or that something that's based off your power necessarily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love oh my like, gosh. Like can, a talent. Can they please not be mages? Yes. Uh, We've no covered mages. mages. I'm done with mages. Yeah. So I will say I have a good mage fic. I know I've I've read I've read too Harry many. Potter in the Third Key is the only mage fic I've ever liked, and I love that one. <laughs> I'm done. Although speaking of that sort of thing, I'd like to see. I really don't like it particularly, but an elemental that's not Ginny or Harry or Hermione or any of the major people. See, Elementals I, 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 just, I, just I don't. It's one of those things that I've seen so many of them. True, true, but for a change of pace, that would be nice, but, you know. Yeah, I think I've read this one. It wasn't that bad. I think Third Key is really good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we're talking about things that aren't in canon that people shove in there. Let's talk about something that's in canon that no one ever writes. Dwarves. Why is (laughs) there no... No, I really want to have a discussion about this. They are in canon. At what? Wait, where was the, the? Where are they in canon? Oh, they're in Goblet of Fire. The Valentine's yeah. Day. Oh, yes. Valentine's Day. Yes, they are. Lockhart brings them in as cupids, and they Has sing. Them songs. sing to That's people. Right. <laughs> and there's all this fic out there where you bring Tolkien elves in, and where's the love for the dwarves? Hmm. I don't see well, it. I think I've it's because people, people aren't interested in short, ugly creatures. People <laughs> want beautiful Orlando Bloom. Of course they do. <laughs> discrimination, I tell you. And I think dwarves could be very interesting in a story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think dwarves could be an interesting element of a story. I would not want to read a story just about dwarves. Probably not. But yeah. It's always Harry makes best friends with the goblins, and he's calling Ragnarok by his first name. He's calling him Big R, and he makes friends <laughs> with the elves a lot too. Yeah, and he becomes well, like see, general of the well, elves. Which elves, Aaron? Does he make friends with the house elves, or is he making friends with Tolkien elves, and they make him, you know, like a a knight mage, and he has all these <laughs> random elf powers? <laughs> yes. Yes, there's that too. Like I said, I, I could it. just I could go on all day and just make stuff up, and I'm sure it, it would be probably fifty things out there. That we've P- never P.S. Read. You make things up, and I'm I'm going. You know, in my dark years of re- reading really bad fan fiction, I'm pretty sure I read that. Okay, <laughs> one summer the Voldemort attacks the Dursleys and they die, and someone comes out of the dust and debris and says, come with me, Harry. He's a mysterious man wearing a black cloak with long black hair and a ponytail, and his name is Raven, and he is (laughs) a light match. Oh my god. He comes from a clan of elves in Japan. (laughs) Wow. They say, Harry has been selected. His name has come out of the book maintained by the Council of Elders. And he oh comes to train in Japan with the night elves. Yep. Meanwhile, Ouch. back at Hogwarts, Ron and Hermione are trying to figure out what happened to Harry. Oh my god. being manipulative and saying only that Harry is safe. Of course, Ron and Hermione don't believe him, so they go trying to find Harry. Hermione finds the night elves in a book. Of course. 
And then, else does I'm not sure what happens things. next because this this fic is an abandoned WIP. Oh God. Thank God. Thank. I mean, so is it, I mean, isn't that a fic? It could be real. Oh, oh, that's totally a fic that I've read once. It was written in 2004. <laughs> yeah, that was. The I mean, I'm, written that, that, but I'm saying it would have been written in 2004. I read a lot of bad fic during high school. I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> a lot of it out there. There's a reason why most of my links come from fanfiction.net. I learned how to prove that thing, and it took me years to learn how to prove that thing. It does. It does take some time to to, to fully master that art. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can tell you, I've I've, I've learned to to, to sift that. Me. I've learned to sift some of the, the 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 wheat from that chaff. It's very difficult. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of chaff there on fanfiction.net. I've become an expert at it. <laughs> I have my list of all fanfiction.net things that are good and solid, and I like them. That's okay. I, on the on the subject of making friends with magical races and learning all of their powers. Can we get off this t- topic because this is str- <laughs> no, like in the bad fic, and it's just I, like I want I want to see Harry make friends with a magical race and then realize they can be of absolutely no use to him whatsoever. <laughs> yes, I want to make. I, I want to see or or Grindy Lowe's. Yes. <laughs> he makes friends with the chief of the Mer people. <laughs> and they and agree to help him fight Voldemort as long as Voldemort comes to them underwater and they can stab him. <laughs> oh my. I love it. Yes. <laughs> and I'm picturing Voldemort wearing a scuba mask. <laughs> I'm picturing him wearing Speedos. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And slippers and f- little floaties on his arm. Because yeah. <laughs> he was born into an orphanage and never learned to swim. Learned oh to my swim. god. Harry learned to swim. And he's got the ducky around his waist. <laughs> That's fabulous. I love it. Someone draw a picture of this. I <laughs> oh goodness. Evidence. I love it so much. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. Those nightmares, thank you. <laughs> I think we just need more fix that poke fun at fandom and the fandom cliches. Yeah. I mean, I'm all in favor of more good, solid fa- crack fic. Where you know it's crack and it's declared as crack. I like some fics where you don't realize it's crack at first. It's quite well written and then all of a sudden it takes a jump right off the cliff and you go down, <laughs> down, down and crash and you go, wah! And then the next chapter it's back at the normality again. <laughs> <laughs> and the one I'm thinking is actually <laughs> I have bad mental images now. <laughs> I know. I saw that word. I was on. I'm on fanfiction.net, and I saw this word in a summary. What word is this now? Oh god, Dramines. It's. I think it's supposed to be Draco Hermione Blaze, but that would make sense. Like it's supposed but to be man- Draco Hermione Mayonnaise. <laughs> oh my god. Where were they? From the <laughs> 
Ready? Or like a mayonnaise made of Draco or something. <laughs> That's so weird. I'm, I'm picturing like a mayonnaise wrestling pit. Oh, gross. oh God. Why do you have to say the these things? <laughs> Why do people have to write them? Damn you. In this story, Hermione is a dragon, by the way. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> Uh, I think before we venture into um, badfic, as a quick, like I, I guess this is sort of there's one of my favorites is is kind of crack, kind of not, as Faraday talks over me. Um, it's that was after um, after Umbridge is kicked out of the Defense Against the Dark Arts Department, Dumbledore assigns. A essay for everybody in Hogwarts mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. talk about what they learned in Defense Against the Dark Arts. Nothing. So, Harry. Well, I mean, some of them basically write nothing. <laughs> um, Hermione re- uses like six rolls of parchment. Of course. Um, <laughs> and um, she, she didn't so, learn that in class. But, yeah. So Harry's title for his essay, and we have it's a WIP. She. Uh, updates fairly regularly mm-hmm. or he I don't really actually know um, but we haven't read the essay yet but the title is four out of five defense against the dark arts def- professors recommend that Harry Potter be killed or maimed in some way that's a long <laughs> title but it's an academic paper so it's yes okay. I know <laughs> but it, so it's, it's funny because it, the entire story is other people reading his essay and them reacting to it can you send me a link yes this is fabulous, and I love it's. It's one of my favorites to read, just because. I mean, like Moody reads it, Tonks reads it, Remus reads it, Snape reads it, Petunia reads it. It's it's just Petunia. So Petunia Petunia finds it on Harry's desk oh. and reads it as wow. he as he's cleaning. Why? There, I there was. She gave some reason I don't really remember right now. I'm in, I'm I'm in the middle of my ninth reread of realizations. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Yay for realizations. Cat's favorite fic. What's the story that I said last night? I wished I could see about Petunia. Well, I do know that we want to see some realistic Dursley fic. And yes. this oh, yeah, just, I'm always yeah. on the lookout this, for stories where Petunia is nice to Harry. That's is, like, no, I don't, I don't want to have I don't a standing want thing I don't where want, everybody want, should come bring P.S. those OUs because that's what P.S. want. See, I don't want but the Dursleys to be nice to Harry. I But the, the big thing that I do want is the fact that a lot of fanfic authors, a lot of Puffwanian fanfic authors included, Either go from one extreme or the other as far as the Dursley's treatment of Harry go. Either he's, like, in the ICU about to die or, you know, it's just a little bit of neglect. It's oh, not gosh, bad. Yes. And it, it's, there's, you know, there's, there's I no mean, ground, yeah. for, well, for one thing, like, there's evidence for the there are people who used to argue with me that the Dursley's didn't actually flat out abuse Harry. Mm-hmm. And it's an AU if they're abusing him. I'm just, and I always go in the first book, in the first, the first thing we learn about 11 year old Harry is that Petunia aims a frying pan at his head. And he lives in a bloody cupboard. That's abuse. 
let's just be, you know, let's just say state right here, right now, the Dursleys abused Harry as a kid. He's never going to talk about it. He's never going to, you know, it's never going to be overtly stated from his character. But they threatened him with no food for a week. They, you know, gave him like half a bowl of watered down soup for however long they kept him in his room. He would, they were not very nice people. That is for damn sure. And it really annoys me that either he's in the ICU, and there are a lot of fics that I like that are putting Harry in the ICU. And it's just like, that wouldn't happen because Vernon Dursley, though he's a bully and he's an asshole and he's, you know, the worst muggle imaginable, he's smart. And he's not going to, you know, throw Harry down the staircase because he knows people are going to know what happened. Because Petunia, in my mind, doesn't have the strength to throw a 15-year-old down a staircase. Mm-hmm. No. But, you know, it's, he's, he, Harry's teachers, his elementary school muggle teachers, we assume didn't notice a thing. Right, so, so he can't have been like that. He can't have been like, you know, punching They might have noticed something. And, I mean, they might, but they didn't say anything. Mm. So, I mean, and they, and, and by law, you have to report when you suspect abuse, so. But I think part of it is, I wonder if they thought it could be anything because Dudley was treated so well. I wonder if they thought that maybe... You know, Harry was just you know very accident prone. Since you know, usually mm. I would think. Well, he does. He does apparate himself by accident. Have, on top of you them, wouldn't yeah. have one child that was building mm-hmm. right abused, and one child that was treated well. It would usually be that's seeing actually, signs in both of the children. That's actually not at all well, true. No. Coming from the criminal yeah. justice legal perspective, like you see it all the time. That that's pap psychology. One yeah. kid is abused, and the other kid is like idolized. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is actually the Dursleys. That would actually be a really interesting psychological study to study the Dursleys as an abusive family and how they idolize Dudley. And I'm just getting into my academic craziness. <laughs> it's like, hmm, this would be really interesting to study. Um, but Write a paper and present it at some convention. <laughs> I mean, it, it would probably pass and like everyone would kind of be Dursleys nodding. Dursleys Harry Potter. And the, and but... The- but Notation on the psychological ramifications therein, you know. Yeah, it's, like yeah. It's, yeah it's, it's really interesting that a lot of people, I, I mean, I, I like that pe- people assume that because everyone does assume that. And that makes the argument that Harry's teachers would assume that Harry wasn't being abused plausible. But at the same same time, I just have to set the right record straight for the people in listener land that it's blatantly untrue that both kids have to be abused for it to be an abusive home. Well, I certainly I certainly think, well, obviously, for one thing, there'd be no story. I mean, part right. of it, I think, is that J.K.R. is, like, is following a literary tradition of these very old-fashioned stories, and it's the the orphan, and it's, it's the, the classic orphan with a special sale. destiny, the school story, the, it's very you know, that kind of, it's very... Mm-hmm. It, from an old tradition of particularly, I think, English literature that mm-hmm. maybe very many Americans haven't read. So I think there's part of it, especially with book one, that you have to kind of give her a pass on because it comes off as fairly genre savvy. 
I excuse it as she's writing a kid's book. If it were an adult book, Harry's aunt and uncle would be brought up on charges. There's a there's a fic um, that I enjoy. I, I use the word enjoy because it's well written, not because it's the, the the content is excellent or not is not the content is not happy fun to wa- read. I'll say, but um, I'm trying <laughs> to remember. Angst. It is very angsty, I'm, and I'm not remembering the exact wording of the title. I'm going to look it up real quick, but it's it's on um, singing to your eyes. I think it's I think it's saving Harry. There is um, saving Harry. I've read that. That I was one just reading that the other day actually. That's, um, it's uh, oh wait no that's Finding Harry. I think the author is a um, she um saving it's saving Harry Finding Harry actual, Finding like, Harry is a gotta, very very different fic. It's saving where, we gotta come up with come up with all these things that are like blanking Harry like saving Harry <laughs> Finding Harry seeking seeking Ginny. <laughs> there are a lot with his name in the title that's for sure and but this particular one uh kind of in that in that realm of of the Dursleys you know and then what it would be like if they were if it was like real life this is I, I feel a, a reasonably accurate portrayal of the psychological abuse that he could have possibly received at the Dursleys and it's interesting that we were talking about what would happen uh if the, you know we were talking about um, teachers, for example, there is a teacher in the story that's a, one of the main characters of the story yep. who who does notice it, and um, she, I, I think she moves or something, and and Petunia like spins it as like she was like leaving Harry and didn't want to be with him anymore. Uh, it, parents get he's sick, abandoning yeah. her, and it was like really, um, really twisted. It's really, really twisted. horrible. I, I I love it though. It's actually funny. I stumbled upon saving Harry. I was talking to death, and I was looking for stealing Harry, and I mentioned I'm looking for stealing Harry to death, and he was like, I think it's saving Harry. And I looked it up, and, and I started reading it, and I got halfway through, and I was like, This is really really good, but I don't think this is it. <laughs> <laughs> Where are Sirius and Remus? <laughs> Well, this Finding Harry one, it's about Lucius Malfoy adopting Harry from the very beginning and stealing him away. Oh. Hell no. Oh. Yeah. That's uh, curious. I would like Draco's to link to that. Twin, he's Draco's twin brother. Hell. Um, what? No. How did that happen? Well, he's they're, they're pretending like it's... Oh, okay. They're uh, I'm, I'm really it. curious to see that, but is it good? Um, I'm only on chapter three, but so far not really. <laughs> Watch, like in five chapters, it's going to be complete porn. (laughs) (laughs) It's all porn! (laughs) Um, Um, Basically, Lucius just gave Narcissa an up and down look and snubbed her and implied that he has better things to do than have sex with her. Wow. I, I, I kind of hate that. In, um, I, I, don't, I want, so this is, I'm going to spin something I hate into something I like to see. I'd like to see stories about Lucius and Narcissa where they actually love each other. Because I think there's actually not that many. There aren't that many. I've seen them, but actually, I mean. I mean, at least it seems that the common trope, or at least that I've read the most of, is that Narcissa is a really strong character and Lucius is this horrible jackass but I think I'd really like to see ones where they are actually equals and they actually care about each other they're both horrible jackasses and you know mm. how I feel about Draco mm. hey hey I am being kind by saying they're horrible Draco jackass, jackasses I don't know I think Narcissa redeems herself somewhat in the end no she doesn't oh yeah I, 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 li- I want to go as far as to say it say I like Narcissa 
and I'm interested in nar- seeing more fic about Narcissa. Me too. Because I, think I was, before Deathly I was, Hallows, me too. Before Deathly Hallows, we didn't get a strong sense of her character at all. And I think in Deathly Hallows, what she did struck me Netflix. so much. I'd really like to see more of her and to see where that comes from, where she was able to, I mean, Narcissa's lie saved the wizarding world. I mean, I just think that is yeah, so I, amazing and unlikely that I'd really like to see more fic about her. Mm-hmm. I actually have a comment about all this because I, I've seen it. I've been in fandom a long time. I know a lot of you have too. And while I sympathize and pity Narcissa and I understand where she's coming from as a mother, some people have to be horrible jackasses or else the story isn't interesting. I don't I I really hate when authors try and redeem everybody because that's not how the world works. I want well, I don't think story- you have the world works where pe- everybody is where people are irredeemable horrible jackasses. Everybody has their good and bad points. Mm-hmm. See, I don't think Lucius I I think Narcissa is redeemable. I don't think Lucius or Draco are redeemable. Mm. Everyone except Voldemort is redeemable. And I will yeah. argue. I, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm going to stick to my guns and say no. Some take a lot more effort than others. Hmm. Not everybody is redeemable instantly, or easily. And or not everybody should be redeemed by having the same sex story. with Harry. But I think <laughs> sex with wow. Harry redeems everybody. Wow. Harry's, Harry's just magic, and I mean that literally. Harry's magic penis. <laughs> I'm just. I mean. <laughs> In real, in real life, yes, everyone is redeemable. But Harry Potter's a series is not real life. Magic is not it's real. It's not? What? What? This is and, heresy you are speaking. Yes, I know. But I have been living a lie. Yes. Just go with it. But so so J.K. Rowling set out to set a story, whether it's a kid's book or an adult book, she set out to set a story. And you can't just I I mean, it really bothers me when people, you know, start going, well, everyone's redeemable except for Voldemort. And we can we can go skipping through the daisies and hug everybody. And just not what we said. But but I mean, it's I understand that I understand where the argument's coming from. That yes, everyone is redeemable. But that opens up a side of fandom that I really don't like where people try to redeem people. And what bring what the example that really brings to my mind is after the sixth book came out, everyone was taking sides. Is Snape good or is Snape evil? And everyone had there were two sides to the argument except for me and I was saying Snape is on his own side he is a jackass and that's the end of the story I'm not saying that they're evil I'm just saying that they're jackasses and they're selfish and that's who they are as people is it possible for them to change from that Draco maybe but Lucius is you know 45 years old or so and I think you know there's a certain point in life where you are who you are Mm-hmm. And it's real. It's 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 really hard to change from that. And the fact of the matter is, is that so much of fandom, who you know, take the argument of well, everyone's redeemable, 
to excuse the fact that they're going to then go write fan fiction to redeem everybody and make it a happy, you know, Hufflepuff story. So you don't like the fix where Snape is saving princesses? No, okay. not at all. It's <laughs> just to make sure that's clear. Yeah, Snape's. Uh, uh, I I agree with that. Snape isn't shouldn't be sun, sunshine and lollipops at any time. He's not a sunshine and lollipops type of character. Lollipops. Him rescuing princesses and getting betrothed and it's, it's the stupidest plotline ever. It's weird. He's a. I mean, and I think there are. I think, but I think you can definitely tell some good stories where you redeem these characters. And I think yes. they're some of the most interesting stories in the fandom. But I mean, I don't know. Is I, it possible to redeem them? Yes. Is it likely? Probably not. I don't think Bellatrix can be yes. redeemed. Do but. I want to see the Bellatrix redeemed? would be a hard case, and yeah, yet I've like, seen Harry and Bellatrix fic. Oh, oh this is wrong. Unless oh gosh, talk to Richard. Richard loves. Bellatrix. <laughs> I like yeah, too, Richard's, but... Rich is notoriously weird, though. So <laughs> Bellatrix is that a is fun true. character. Didn't Richard also? Didn't Richard also like uh, D- Dance with Dragons? Yeah. Yes. I can't remember. Yes, he did. Fool. I think I blocked I mean, that out of my mind. Uh, <laughs> 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 it was all the f bombs we dropped that night. <laughs> that was a crazy night. <laughs> oh man. I'm going to start my pastor on the first book and. I oh thought it was a great God. idea, and then I realized it's a little strong in the first five chapters. I Child was going to say, Deco, that's incest. not... I feel like on the short list of people that you would recommend the book to, I would say that's just a little bit not as bad as your grandmother. Did I well, tell you that I saw a t-shirt on Thursday that was Lannister, Lannister 2012? <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like that. But no, the reason it came to mind was because... It was during Lent, and he's talking about how we follow the crucified God, and it just got me thinking about the Iron Men who follow the drowned God and mm-hmm. the way they baptize themselves. And so it's just there's weird religious traditions all over the place, and if you really kind of think about it, some of them are very, very weird indeed. Are we still talking about A Song of Ice and Fire? Interestingly, kind of yes. I'm lost, and it's good that I'm lost because I've only read the first one. Well, I was making these analogies between, in a real life, something he was talking about in his sermon and something that exists in the okay. books. And you'll learn more about the Iron Man in Clash of Kings. Okay. I'm going to have to Just reread. Said, when are we going to do Clash of Kings? Soon. Great. Okay. Start reading. And announce in the thread when you're finished reading, and when we have enough people who have finished rereading, we'll go with it. Okay. Okay. I know. I know one uh, plot bunny idea that was talked about last night is the feeding of Fluffy. (laughs) (laughs) What happened to Fluffy? I don't know. Can we get that, that, that explained? Yeah, that would be a fantastic thing. Where did Fluffy go? I've seen Fluffy come in a couple of times. I don't remember any details, though. And I would love if Fluffy ate Draco Malfoy. Oh. You could put, me, put that in there for me. I would love you. Fluffy. Fluffy. It's so fluffy. Oh, boy. Anyone ever read one of those fics where Norbert comes back? Yes. Yes. 
Thanks, and Harry no, rides actually. him. Is it Wait. bad that I'm... I mean, besides after the end? Can you believe when I saw the picture of when they released the art for Deathly Hallows and they had mm-hmm. the trio riding a dragon? I'm like, oh, holy crap, every bad <laughs> fan is coming true. <laughs> it's canon that Norbert is actually Norberta, right? Yes. Okay, because I'm just like, I read too much fan fiction. Oh no, I've lost. <laughs> yes, I've Char- lost Charlie said line. so. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. I have I no remember. idea why I remember this, but yes. I only read Deathly Hallows once. I didn't like it. <laughs> you didn't finish it, did you? No, I did. Oh, I did. Okay. I, I, re- I, I only read it once too, but I liked it. I just haven't yeah. read it again. I just haven't reread the series since. I've read the Deathly entire Hallows series. Out, which I know is bad, but I just haven't. I got very angry at a certain point. If we do a podcast about going through the canon again, I'll read it. Yeah, I read it twice. I I will too. I read it once. um, There was some angry book throwing toward the end there. Yes, I I did that. I'm done. I'm never reading this again. I'm angry at her. I'm just going to go cool off. (laughs) Yeah, my book five is a mess. Book six, I figured out who died, cried for an hour, and then read it, so I didn't throw my book. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's definitely some tear-stained pages in book five and six. I did like the point that in movie six, when Gambin got pushed off the tower, didn't cry a tear. <laughs> I was, you know, interestingly, in movie six, I was going to cheer. I had, I intended to cheer Gandon, Gambin's death, uh-huh. and I did not do it because movie six. And he Gambin, won me over in the cave. Exactly. I mean, I was all ready. I was thinking about how much Ryan wanted him to die, and I was thinking how much we'd talked all about how we were going to cheer when he fell off the tower, but then he yes. won me over in the damn cave by being so good. He won Ooh. me over in the cave. I just, I didn't feel, like, there's something about canon Dumbledore. I think it's the the fact that it's, it there was no actor change midway through. <laughs> that it's just, it's the same Dumbledore that... There was a part of me that was emotionally tied to him, and when he, di- when he died, I was very upset. Mm-hmm. But when movie Dumbledore died, it was clear clear to me that he was an actor. So it was it was just not sad to me. I just didn't have this. It was not the same reaction. I did, however, I loved the fact that I jumped a mile when the Inferi attacked, even though I knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. Even and though the, it was extremely obvious that it was coming? Oh, it was totally I was trying so, so. so I, was, I knew it was coming. I was trying so, so hard not to jump, and I did. And the two That's, people next to me had never read the books and were like a part of the crowd that only go to the movies. And I was just sitting there, like, before the movie, just cackling, like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I think they ma- they did a very good job at uh, that moment. This is so off topic, but a uh, very good job in that moment, holding it just a beat longer than you're oh, expecting it I to. I was so yes. out. That was good because when you, you psych yourself up for this to come, and then it doesn't come, and then I think that there is a moment where you relax, and then it comes. Exactly, it was so fabulous. I was so happy. That was movie, a good movie. movie I think that was my favorite. favorite. Yeah. I don't know. Back to Dumbledore, though. I was more concerned with Snape's actions around that time than worrying about the fact that Gambin was no longer in the movies now. But I was like, oh, he's gone. Okay. You knew what was going to happen. No, no, no. I'm, no, the, the little bit that they put in the movie. Oh, like the shh. Yeah, the shh. I, I was like, what's going on? Yeah, that was, I thought that was weird. Stupid. What little bit? 
Because really I mean that completely ruins where, where Snape shushes Harry. Snape is oh, if, if that, that I, I was like for people that have only seen the movie. It completely ruins the question of whether Snape is good or bad. It's just like spoilers. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why they did it. Did they did it because they thought that people that had only seen the movies would stop being interested if Snape was bad or something? Uh, I don't know. No, I I think they did it because, and this is just me quoting other people that only see the movies. Movies seven and eight confused some people, and I think it would be more confusing if they didn't know. Hmm. And I think they did it to clarify a little bit what was going on. I read something somewhere that is, you know, somebody dissected that, and it was two ways. You know, it was sort of the good guy keep quiet and you won't die, and then there's some other the flip side of it. I forget what they argued, but it was really interesting. I need to go find that now. I, and and again, I really hate when people, you know just boil down Snape to is he good or is he evil because he's neither I'm not saying I no, I know I'm just going back to because everyone who are just basically casual people in, in fandom are just like I think Snape is good I think Snape is evil and it's like well in book four he saw Hermione's growing teeth and went I see no, I see difference. no difference which is just like oh you're just an ass and I'm never gonna love you no <laughs> You know, Snape, Snape's an ass. He's, you know, he's not supposed to be liked. He's supposed to be, I don't know. I don't know if he's supposed to be pitied or if he's supposed to be respected. I don't know. I will, it's, it's it's hard to say. I will say that before book seven came out, mm-hmm. I never expected that Snape was going to be the one that I related to most. And I was just, I was floored. Yeah. So I was really impressed with Rowling by having her throw that curveball. All right. Well, anyway, Are we ready? I think, um. What else would we like to see? What was I going to say? We um, talked about... You know what we want to see? We want to see Harry learning a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> An important Harry. lesson. In what sense? Oh, that kind Name of me okay. a lesson that Harry learned in the canon. Um, Expelliarmus is a good spell to use. <laughs> Oh, another thing. Belliarmus can kill a dark lord if you <laughs> if you do it the right way. Another thing, and this gets me. Did anybody, when reading the books, want to smack Harry for not paying attention in History of Magic? Because History yes. of the Magic sounds like the most interesting thing in the world. I know. Because it's magic. It's, it's magic. history, it's, but it's history. I want to know, want to know about the wizard world. Why does why is Harry building bridges like, addresses that? His education, oh, building you know, bridges. Um, Joe needs has... to write the textbook. Cuthbert is so facing want his magic, and I magic. freaking want um, magic theory. And um, well, the thing is, Harry is basing his magical education on what Ron thinks are good subjects to take. Yeah, yeah. which is this is an idiot. This is bad. There were moments is like, what are they teaching these kids that they produced Arthur Weasley? <laughs> You know, I mean, Arthur Weasley, I mean, Arthur's, I mean, of course, you know, he must have taken muggle studies in school because he's so interested in muggles, but he's completely clueless about the muggle world. Mm-hmm. What did they teach him? Not much, apparently. Yeah. I mean, and, but Hermione doesn't seem to say anything. You think Hermione would complain if it was so bad. Mm-hmm. Maybe Hermione thinks he's funny. Who knows? What exactly is the function of a rubber duck? To have fun playing with. To be rubber and ducky. Yeah. Well, I um, I kind of need to go. Um, okay. Uh, but I and I, I've, right. had, I've had a good time. It's uh, 
it's not you, it's me. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of your conversation, and uh, thanks for having me on tonight. Thanks, thanks for, for joining there. us, Aaron. Welcome back. And I'll uh, I'll keep writing. I promise it'll it'll someday you will you will hold the thick in your hands. It will happen. Well, I, promise I'll you. About I this can't wait, and I will bug you forever. Okay. Thank Bye. you. P.S. <laughs> See you guys. Bye, Aaron. Bye, Aaron. Good night. One thing that I really liked seeing is I know in bad fic we harped a lot on cliches. Mm-hmm. I really like it, and I, I know I said this in the Bad Fic podcast, but I really like it when authors take a cliche and twist it to, mm-hmm. do, to be something completely original and something nobody's ever thought of before. Mm-hmm. Like, Harry has a twin, but they don't know they're twins, and three quarters of the entire thing is them figuring out that they're twins. <laughs> twin fics are bad. <laughs> twin fics, no, twin fics are bad. But the one that I'm, I'm current, that the WIP that I'm currently reading is WIPs are bad. Really, quite interesting. The plot is serious blacks, serious. So, so something. Ha- so I can't figure out how to explain Talk. this. Seri- so serious <laughs> black, and the Potters had a falling out. Okay. And Sirius Black's son, who you know is Harry Potter, even though Harry Potter doesn't know he's Harry Potter. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> the official story is that they had a falling out? The, well, the official story is that they don't actually, they were school friends and they just kind of fell apart after the war. The unofficial story, After the, the actual story, okay, okay, doesn't come out like th- this is this is a seven year long mystery that this author is writing, and she's Good about luck with that. <laughs> she's a couple of chapters. I think she's almost all the way through. No, no, she just updated before I left for Boston, and she just entered. Harry just touched cup with Cedric, and Cedric and Harry are like super oh, close. So all can I just say I'm tired of Cedric also touching the cup. Me too, but but I mean it, this one's actually what do you kind mean, of, you're tired of it. It's canon. I know, but it's never changed in any fictions, any redos, any anything. It's always the two of them go to the graveyard together, and they always go to the graveyard, and you it's know, always kill the spare. I've read a redo that got as far as Goblet of Fire. Like a yeah, legit it's, it's, redo. Like Harry came back to redo the books. I don't think I've read one that lasted that long. Well, that's another thing I want to see is somebody else touching the cup and going with him. Like, Can four? you imagine it being like Crumb? Or Crumb. Or like crumb. Four. Oh my. What if Floor or Crumb went back and was trying to protect Harry? You know, and so they knew they had to win because, see, the thing is that gets me with these redos is the philosophy of do you go with the devil you know or the devil you don't? Because it's like if you let it happen in controlled circumstances, it's going to happen or you assume it's going to happen the same way again. You know, Voldemort's yeah. going to take Harry's blood, but he's beatable when he has Harry's blood. But, like, if you don't let Harry go to the graveyard, what happens? If they come up with some, some other horrible way for Voldemort to get his body back, and it's, he's even worse and even more unkillable, and he makes 50,000 horcruxes, and he does like Ryan said, and he makes the horcruxes pieces of trash that he chucks in the ocean. I mean... You know, this is something that has always bothered me about canon. 
and I'm sure I'll bring this up again when we cover Goblet of Fire, but why didn't they just tell Harry to fail all the tasks? I wondered that. Just come in last place. Come in it's last okay. place every single time. Tell all the judges to give him, like, scores of one. Like, he'll fail at something yeah. and he'll feel, he'll feel awful about it. Because he is Harry Potter. Maybe, syndrome. you know, maybe it was. Maybe, well, if they, if he was magically bound to compete, maybe he was also magically bound to try. Okay, so he tries. So he and tries. Then he gives up. The, and all the judges give him like super harsh scores and give him like ones and twos. Can you and- imagine what would have happened? to any of them if they had failed to get the egg in the first task. Right. Oh, uh, so I, I guess they'd... Very true. Well, see, they don't boot them out because they didn't boot Fleur out and she didn't even reach Gabrielle. So it's not like he could get out of the thing by... I right. just... But I mean, failing to get the egg. Place. There are creative ways around Harry must compete in dangerous competition that but Moody was life. trying... I mean, not Moody... Crouch was trying to get him to win. Yes. So Crouch was manipulating the thing. Harry to was to competing. He didn't have to compete. He had to take part, but he didn't have to try and win. Right. Like, well, if he didn't, there'd be no he's, story. He's stressing over figuring out the egg. Why? <laughs> he should be happy he can't figure it out. Then he, he just fails the task and he doesn't have to go on. That's not, that's not a good lesson to teach children. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, neither is it like let's let the the fourteen year old go into the super dangerous situation that might kill him. He could have <laughs> drowned for Pete's sake. He doesn't know how to swim. I know. And then his his no, his I know, I know, I know. Like, it doesn't make sense. Working and- it doesn't make none of this makes logical sense. You might as well go back and say, well, how can there be magic? <laughs> I, I mean, I want to. I want to pick. I want a fic where they figure out a way for Harry to fail all the tasks. And while Moody slash Crouch is is trying to get Harry to win, the rest of the Hogwarts staff is trying to make Harry fail. Because what that is something happened? you see in a lot of Goblet AU fics is that the author tries to have different tasks and figure out more creative ways for Harry to win them and whatnot. But it's just like, just fail them. Just what would it? Oh, I, I hate it when, I hate it when would have gone. authors come up with random new tasks and stuff that goes on. I don't know. I, I liked in The Lie I've Lived by Jay Byrne. He comes up with all these extra tasks and Bobatons and Durmstrang also get a second contestant. So there's... Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, there's, there's like six people taking part in the tournament. And there's a lovely round of who can get closest to the Dementor. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. See, that's a way to make Harry fail. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, but... Uh, oh, he it, wins it. What? He wins. How? also gets interrupted. Oh, by whom? The Russian Mafia, I think. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> Lie I've Lived is a great fit. Okay. It was almost the last fic for our third season of Potterfic Weekly. And it came down, it was very even in the voting in the Wise and Gamut, and it was almost a tie, which would have necessitated the first ever tie breaker by the deputy head. Which would have been broken by me because it was rebuilding life. Because Keza was deputy head, and she said in the instance that, and I was mistress of magic. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if it came down to it, she was going to let me break the tie because she couldn't very well do that. Little bit of a conflict of interest there. Right. 
I just think as as far as to bring back to my original point, like twin fic and super well, hairy. How much Harry has another sibling? Like randomly, like Lily and James have time for another kid. Oh. Most, I mean, ninety percent of it. Ninety-eight. I will. I will even say ninety-nine percent of it is bad. But when yeah, an I have author, not, see, if you don't count Time of Good Intentions, I have not read a good fic where Harry has another sibling. I mean, Harry has a sibling, another sibling. Like Harry it. has a sibling. This is one of my favorite. Like it, it, it's one of two fics that I have consistently been through WIP. Why am I in my Word document when I'm trying to search the hands? <laughs> it's one Does of my favorite. Yes, I do. This author tends has has made a habit of taking these cliches that everyone hates in fandom like Harry is super powerful and an empath and takes them and like completely puts them on their head and it makes it makes for a very interesting interesting read because she kind of acknowledges that this is a cliche and it produces bad fan fiction. I'd be curious so. to read it if it's It's called ready. Unknown Relations. It's called it's by K Sam eight fourteen. She has another one called the Midnight Series. It's not as good because that was the one that yeah, she started not, writing with. That was. I also like. I find that one a little bit babyish, Harry. It is baby Harry, and I I equate that to because if you read the entire Midnight Guardian series, you can visibly see her writing get better and better and better. So I, I kind of read the first one. You can. I kind of equate it to just. It's her developing as a writer. This one's a lot better and pretty interesting. I will give it a shot. But again, I mean, I have kind of interesting... <laughs> I have interesting tastes. Yeah, we know. You want to talk about things that you don't see done well? I am going to get some hate for this, but I'd like to see a well-done Draco Ginny. I'd I like to too. see it done intelligently. I would too. And not some of this yeah. Romeo and Juliet garbage. Which isn't at all romantic. Romeo and Juliet is a terrible I'm story. Back. All I heard was garbage and Romeo and Juliet. What? I was Draco saying, Jenny. I want to see oh, Draco oh. Jenny done intelligently and not in this Romeo Romeo Juliet-esque garbage stuff. Okay. That is it, what 99% of it seems to be. Speaking of Romeo and Juliet, remind me to recommend a book later. At the risk of asking for a spoiler, it it seems to me in my reading of TSH that you are setting up for Draco Ginny. No, he's setting up Harry Ginny. He's, you're setting up Harry Ginny? Am I? I, I seem, it, what do you it, think? I think they're, they're... I want Harry Ginny and they shook hands so bad. This isn't uh, a and I answer. See, I want, I want um, Harry like someone out of left field like i want harry daphne green grass like oh there's a i i is daphne Greengrass have... in the story or is yes. she in the story now yes it's jenna i've always I still get confused oh I've... no no not harry jenna <laughs> i've always thought Sorry. that harry and jenny never really clicked i mean i i i have read harry jenny they're clicking and they but... shook hands that's why i want it but he, it's and almost when, like he sees her as a little sister in the way he looks out. I think they have a really interesting relationship. I mean, I think Draco Ginny could be good too. I just want basically. I would, what I I would love. I would love to see dance. Draco Ginny 
and they shook hands because it's temporarily not, or it, permanently. No, permanently. Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter because I'm not. I'm a. I'm a gen picker. Like it took me nine rereads. For the story. Of, it took me nine rereads of realizations to re- realize that there's Harry Hermione subtext in there. <laughs> like I do not look for relationships. I'm not looking for them to get married and you know yeah. have kids together. I just think that there's a side to Ginny, like the side to Percy, that Deathrill spotted and, and pulled into his, his fic, that they have a Slytherin side to them. And mm-hmm. it's largely ignored in canon. And 99% of fandom ignores it. And See, I love Ginny's Slytherin side, and I love Ginny, and they shook hands, and I wanted to be Harry Ginny, because I like Harry Ginny, and I think it would be an interesting and unique take on Harry Ginny. Mm-hmm. See, as far as for, from a genfic, uh, from a genfic, uh, fall, a, a Jenner's, what, uh, I keep an, thinking you're saying Jen is in like, you know, <laughs> I keep going, I wait, no, accent, leave me alone. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. I know. I know. As, as someone who is a non-shipper, it would be a lot more interesting for me to have Harry not matched up with Harry or Hermione. In Harry not Whoa. matched up with Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, Harry! Oh my God! Oh my God! Can I just tell you about a story I read uh, that I found today? It was Harry, Harry. Uh, <laughs> I need it. Quick. it Harry, Harry came, found this mirror. Yes, I bet he was, did. Was... <laughs> no, he found this mirror, and it was—it was not the mirror of Eris, I said, but it was the mirror of equal and opposite. <laughs> And it had the girl in it, and she came out of the mirror. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I, so what I meant to say was, from somebody... So anyway, that was... Not, carry on. It was Harry and Harriet. From... Yeah. <laughs> Harry from, Harry. from a person who does not ship, from my perspective, I would love to see Harry get matched up with people who are not Ginny or Hermione more often. It happened in the Psychic Serpent trilogy with Susan Bones and like half our podcast hosts wanted yeah, to. That like... was that was not Psychic Serpent. Um, well, which one was, was it? Um, can't remember. That was briefly Book of Morgan. Yeah. Okay. Book mm. of Morgan. But but like it's briefly. Most people wanted to like hit her over the head. I'm just like they're teenagers. Melinda Leo chucked like, her out of Hufflepuff. And I was just like, yeah, what? See, like- see, that's the thing that I will say that is an that is a reaction, a mindset that I don't get. I would like to see more diversity because I'm a multi shipper. Yeah, I yeah. would like to see different ships. I would like to see Harry paired with different people. I would be I'm- curious to see like a Harry, say hmm. Susan, or. Parvati or, you know... Luna, pans. for all I care. Or Luna or Pansy or Harry Seamus or anybody Luna. that's not developed in the canon that develops them more Harry by bringing Luna. them into... Oh I like Harry I love Luna. Harry Luna. It's Luna awesome. brings these, this character that doesn't normally take an active role in, you know, the trio's activities, brings them into the Voldemort stuff, more or less. Right. And, you know, I, like, I'm curious to see the reaction of some of these more minor student characters who are, say, wizard-raised, mm-hmm. who, you know, have this mind, like, what would Parvati or Padma or Susan or Seamus or, you know, Lavender think about what the trio's doing if I just, they became involved there? I just think in, in They Shook Hands, Draco and Ginny have similar personalities, and it would be interesting for them to go out. I'm not saying they have to end up together. It could be that... 
Ginny goes out with Draco for a while and then ends up marrying Harry. I'd be perfectly okay with that. Mm-hmm. But I, I would just, be okay with that too. It's an interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting dynamic, and I would really enjoy seeing it because Death is one of the few strong, good fic writers of Slytherin side to Hogwarts. Thank you. I just have to keep my mouth shut for all of this because I can't say anything. <laughs> oh, but you want to. You know, don't you? You've decided. You know what it's going to be. The final. Do you know? ask me this question all the time? But as I have to say, I know I, I'm do. not answering this question. No. Damn it. I'll get it out of you one of these days. One of these days when I write the end. When you, when you publish your seven, I know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I just love the, the the in the last month I've gone from you know I won't read They Shook Hands because it has Draco as Harry's best friend and I hate Draco Malfoy and I want to like kill him and and chuck him over the astronomy tower and <laughs> I'm still there as far as well, Draco then. goes but I've read yeah, They Shook so Hands. What? There are characters I don't like, but I never think about killing them. I just don't like them, and I don't want to read about them. You know, it's like I never have this very strong feelings. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> it's only it's only it's only toward Draco, and it's only because I was tormented through much of public school by people like Draco, and I could never get a leg up on. You know, I could never get back at them, so I get back at Draco. Well, the I'm glad that you I- can. I'm glad you can read the story despite the fact that he's so prominent in it and you're free to hate him. But I I love, see, this is the thing that I was saying earlier with characters not being redeemed or, or, you know, brought toward the light or whatever. I don't see Draco as a redeemed character. I think he's still a prat. I think he's still, I mean, he's not, clearly, he's not going down the death either path but i think he will always suffer from spoiled only child syndrome and i like that death doesn't fix that mm-hmm. because that's his character it's his character and i i think the danger with redeeming people is once they're not a death eater anymore authors have a tendency to want to bring them back to bring them like to the other side of things and make them hug everybody and want to be a Gryffindor and and, and want to join the Aurors and, yeah, and, and, mm. and join the Order of the Phoenix. And I'm just going, um, no, mm. no, not so much. This does not happen this way. And and it just it, it throws me out of the story. It seems really out of character for the characters. And so that's what I'm saying when it's the, it's a danger of redeeming a character is then the author so often wants to pull them to the other side of things. Well, I think, I just think there are certainly plenty of fics that don't do that. You can't really blanketly say, oh, you can't redeem a certain somebody. Okay. It's just really weird seeing Lucius Malfoy teaching defense against the dark arts while Dumbledore is headmaster. I swear I would... Where did you see that? In some bad fic. If I saw that, I'm pressing the back button so quickly because, no... It wasn't even built up and established properly. It was just thrown out there. there. And it's like, ah, ah, twitch, twitch. PSM, I've also been angrier in the last year at these characters than usual because I've been writing my own fic. And in my own fic, they're a lot worse than... Worse things happen involving the Malfoys than happen in canon. And so I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, you know, it's, 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 I'm constantly in that world of they did these things and I hate them for that. And I 
it's really hard to pull myself out of that because once I pull myself out of that, I have to go back into it to keep writing. Oh, I can definitely say that. And I think it goes both ways because I think if you spend a lot of time reading fics with these characters, it can be hard to remember that they can be jerks. Mm-hmm. So, so you know what I see a lot of in fics? Mm-hmm. I see a lot of Death Eaters doing a lot of raping. And I would just like to see a fic where they are completely reluctant to stick their d- in a muggle-born, because who knows what diseases they might catch, and it might shrivel up and fall off. And <laughs> I would just I would like to see less rape in the fic. Is that can possible, I, can, I, can I just say as a criminal justice major, I have studied so much about rape. I am done with rape. I do not want to see rape in any other aspect of my life. I have to see it enough in my professional life. I don't want to see it in my personal life. <laughs> and that's I, not yeah, I don't know where that came from. Either. Just the general concept of dark revels, you know, where Death Eaters get together and, you know, do all this crazy stuff. And it's like combination Ku Klux Klan and frat party. And, and, and like, that is an interesting combination. But I see, I know what she's saying because I've. No, 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 I know, I know. It's like, I mean, this is getting into the territory of prob- the problematic thing of authors glamorizing the Death Eaters mm-hmm. and glamorizing the concept of Death Eaters and well, forgetting it- what that all stands for. It's it's a part of showing why these people signed up, and it's for the money and the power and the rape. Yes, yes, it's wonderful. It it bothers me the Mm -hmm. amount of, and it's not just rape, but it's it's other crimes that is predominant in fan fiction. Because when you are a victim, or when you have a job, when you have to deal with this stuff, or when you're studying this stuff day after day, it's it's not glamorized. It's not pretty it's not you know something that you just as an example i had a serial killer class that i had to go to and it was from seven in the evening until nine o'clock at night and it was a once a week class and when i came home from that class i would stay up till 2 a.m because i couldn't go to sleep Mm. because it's you if you are you know the real st- the when you're discussing the real stuff not like the glamorized fictionalized version of this stuff it's disturbing and it's going to keep you up at night mm-hmm. and it bothers me that people in fandom in general not just harry potter but in all fandoms are so desensitized to this stuff that they're just putting it in there left and right mhm Mm-hmm. I mean, like like I said with the bad the bad fic episode, it's kind of there is a hard line to walk between writing this is problematic and you shouldn't write this because I don't like it. But I think you do have a point. There there have been I have had favorite fics of mine where they went to that place of rape and and you know I was immediately turned off and I almost considered quitting and just saying I'm not going to read this ever again. All right, it's so not I think um, I'm rant done. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nothing to kill the conversation um, like a little rape. Every day a little death. <laughs> <laughs> and here he is right here. I think that was like a triple entendre. <laughs> okay, so what else would we like to see? More? Well, the Black here's Sisters. Here's something we talked about last night. Okay, the Black Sisters. Then I want to talk about something we talked about last night. But let's talk about the Black Sisters. Because I've always wanted to see a good fic where Andy gets from being where she grew up to where she marries Ted. And I haven't been able to find one. I've never seen it. I've never seen a good one. I've never seen a story about her. I mean, you see a story about Tonks where she appears. And you see a Mm -hmm. story about Teddy 
where she appears, but mm-hmm. I've never seen a story about her. Mm-hmm. I've seen and, like how they went. Because the thing is that pe- a lot of people too forget is that she was a Slytherin. Yeah. Because yeah. Horace, Horace is lamenting not getting serious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not getting, he doesn't say a word about Andromeda. Andromeda was so a Slytherin. Happy, by the way, I was so incredible. I know. That made yeah. me happy too. I, I, I'm so I, glad that she's a Slytherin. And oh. it makes me angry whenever I see a fic where she's a Ravenclaw because she was a Slytherin. Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah, but they did, I mean, they did that with Tonks, too. They made her, fandom made her Gryffindor for the longest time, and then J.K. Rowling revealed that she was a Hufflepuff, and let me tell you, there was a party in the Hufflepuff con room that night. Yay! She always kind of shook me as a Hufflepuff. Yeah. But I agree. I would love to see a fic about the Black Sisters going to Hogwarts from Andy's perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As long as we don't have to see Bellatrix trying to slip Sirius some tongue. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Ew. Yeah. Conspiracy of cartographers. Yep. It's just not right. Weren't they like betrothed in that fic? Oh, or is that another one? I don't think it's that one. Okay, there's another one where uh, They're Bellatrix. They're betrothed in several fics, I think. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Incest will usually break me. Incest yeah. doesn't break me anymore. Well, I don't know about break. It's just it's painful, and I don't want to be anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. The only thing I'll give almost anything a shot, but not that. I'm not wild about it, but if there's plot to it, then I I'll, I'll give it a try. <laughs> I feel like what sort of plot can go along with that? I don't what know. Pairings. What are you talking about? Well, give me an example. Actually, I, I should take it back. There is a plot that goes along with incest. And for well, coverage of that, that plot, one. see the Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, the Lannisters. I mean, I apparently I mean, need to read this. It's amazing stuff, Mooney. All it's really, right. Really good. Stop giving me books to read, people. Ugh. Um, I don't know, because it's just, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm, like... You, you're the one that said you'd read it, so I want examples. Okay, you want an example of something that I'd read if it was if there was incest? Yes. They're second cousins, or they're first cousins, so it's not, like, their brother and sister. Yeah, but that's still technically close enough. But that's, I mean, that's, kind of like, in British lordship and ladyship like the old british style that's that was common mm-hmm. to maintain the bloodlines so i can see oh, it yeah. happening i can um, see it happening it's like it's different in the i think the abstract concept of that is different to like you know characters you know being paired together in that manner i mean i don't really I, i'm the gen chipper so like <laughs> gen chipper i'm the non-chipper so i don't really <laughs> you ship gen with Uh, her husband that's a good answer (laughs) congratulations Uh, because Jenna's pregnant with a girl yay oh really yay exciting expanding our uh, because we know not to ship Jen with Ryan because (laughs) they are not like Bill and Saul Right. <laughs> I loved that episode so much. It I still say, cracks me up. I was on the stationery that, that time. It cracks me up too, and I was in it. I was doing it, and I did the drawing. <laughs> I, I I had to stop biking on my stationary bike, and I was like 
sobbing with tears coming down my face and just laughing and I just give myself a minute, calm down, put the podcast on pause and then restarted. It was really funny. I'm just saying I look for plot more than pairings because I'm not tied down to any one ship. So if there was a sh- if there was a plot that interested me, like when Sirius was never sorted into Gryffindor and he ended up being married to Bellatrix, that would not bother me very much. I would just kind of equate it to pure blood traditions and maintaining Yeah, the that plots. wouldn't bother me so much, but graphic yeah. sex scenes. See, of- when when, but yeah, I don't, when I somebody don't see- says it's my mind goes to like Ron Jimmy, you know. But I, my mind I, I scan yeah. over graphic sex scenes of Harry Jenny. Like I don't want to read it. I don't ship. I, I just I want to read the plot. So she doesn't go for these plot. What plot? <laughs> I'm just saying, in that particular case with pure blood, I can see it done. Mm-hmm. Ron Jenny is a completely different thing, and I I will not like I will not read a fake words that. It's a completely different animal. It's a it, it really is because they aren't tied down by tradition and they don't have that kind of out. And you know right. their brother and sister. That's immediately completely wrong. Well, I've seen it before in the context of their discovering sex together. Well, <laughs> that's that's what I mean. I think I know what fake you're talking about. I think it's a fake that I'll just let's just say that the title was used for a different purpose. See, see, that's that's on the level of Snape Hermione for me. It's <laughs> like, mm, no, yeah, no. It's, it's, it's nowhere near there for me. I think there is, there's ships that you may not like or personally agree with, and there's fix that I'm going, or ships that I'm going to call shock ships, which are not even real ships. It's just things, a fic written for shock value, and these are the things that I'm saying, like Dobby Whomping Willow is mm-hmm. <laughs> clearly just not serious and written for shock value. Hagrid Dobby, think, which is oh, the... Yeah, you cannot... Uh. It's the SS, it I shouldn't have said it's, that. It's to make people make those noises. I mean, maybe it's just because I've been in fandom too long, but I'm kind of tired of it. The the fake... Yeah, I, I am too. I mean... But I mean, you know, I'm just like, whatever. Aren't we over this as a fandom? Like, okay, we get it. It's funny when you. It's it's funny to make people. No, there are people who are serious. I just don't think it's funny anymore. It's not funny. There are people who are serious about these things. I mean, I never thought it was funny, but I'm tired of it. I mean, I just never liked Snape Hermione. I I think you're welcome to not like Snape Hermione, but you can't be equating Snape Hermione with Dobby Whomping Willow. Is what I'm saying. So, uh, but what I, so what I'm saying is that I, I'm not sure if this was on the podcast or if this was in one of our personal message conversations. But Death will point out to me that it was merely the fact that I had not seen a Snape Hermione that was not where Hermione was a student, and that's the thing that really bothers me. Is most Snape Hermione is. As Snape is in an authority position and Hermione is in a student's position, and as I actually a teacher, wouldn't say that most of it, Mooney. Oh, where did Mooney go? I'm right here. I'm just trying to think. I think I've read a post oh, Hermione graduates. I, I, there, I for for me personally, the vast, vast, vast majority of the Snape Hermione I read is where she's in. It. Mm-hmm. I remember reading a good one, and I don't remember what it was called. I mean, I would um, say it's because the, I would say the vast. Vast, vast majority of what I read. Okay. The the term extra credit does not mean sex. The term detention does not mean sex. 
Yeah. I think I was colored by As the Lioness Fights, and I was, like, processing that the back. That sounds like a soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> when the lioness fights, it's something about the lioness fighting. I don't the know. I have to say, I did not like that one at all. I hated sure it. It was gross. That. I hate that. It's terrible. We cut that out. Is it bad? Can I, can I say it's terrible? We oh. covered it on the podcast, so go ahead. I think it's terrible. Oh, really? You said that? So. <laughs> I'm scrolling through all my fic bookmarks. Ooh. Sure, there's some. I will scary. recommend. I will say Mundungus 42, right? It's good. Grown up Hermione. She wrote Warrior Hermione, which might be. Maybe famous. I'll, maybe I'll try it one day when I'm bored. The Tribal what Warrior the was name? hysterical. What is the <laughs> Okay, does anybody have a link to the Tribal Warrior fic? Um, um, hold on, let me go find it. Mooney's keyboard it. should have a name too. <laughs> It may be, uh, sorry. Oh, we need to start shipping Mooney's keyboard and Aaron's keyboard. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Separated by Fantastic. distance, they will clatter to each other. <laughs> uh, I love that. I liked... Um, Speaking another- of shipping and back to Bellatrix and Sirius, did I tell you that I named my phone Bellatrix? No, I love that. So awesome. my, fo- my phone is Bellatrix, my iPod is Sirius. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, my phone and my iPod are the same thing. So oh. are mine. And his name is Jack O'Neill. <laughs> his name is Saul. There are a couple Hermione trial. I was going to say trial warrior. That wasn't coming out right. Um, uh, there's 19 years. It, it was, later. She was in South America. Okay. I know it's by Mundungus 42, and she's okay, in South me, America. Right. And that's the one that everybody was calling this tribal war. I mean, she's not really a tribal warrior. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. she's working at a research facility. She's working at a research facility in South America in the jungle. I've seen a lot of fix, or I've seen a few a few good fix where after the graveyard, Harry loses his memory. Oh, my. There's oh, one word that. There's one where he's kidnapped, and there's one where he's lo- he loses his memory and is found on the streets of London, and it's taken to an orphanage. And he can't he he calls himself James, which is a little you know pejorative, but or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a little like you know cliche, but Hedwig Hedwig keeps showing up, and he's like, "Why is this damn bird following me?" <laughs> <laughs> It's it's, kinda... it's like the boy with the red balloon except an owl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's pretty. And then there's another prisoner, another professor, which is Remus Lupin was the secret keeper. So they switched places. And Wait, we're not talking Queen yeah. of Witches, right? No. no, no, no Queen no, of P- Witches is yes. the diary one. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. Why am I? That was okay. Go back, rewind <laughs> to the beginning of the podcast where we we're talking about Hermione Granger and the Goblet of Fire. Yeah. It's not called that. It's called Hermione, Queen of Witches, and she has uh, this diary that talks. Wait, which it's one? The is one that, is that the Gwen? Is that the Gwen fifth? Okay. Gwen. okay. Yes. That's and the I would, I would like to. I would like to jump in and say there that it's only Order of the Phoenix, Half Blood Prince, and Deathly Hallows. It wasn't Goblet of Fire. So the there is that clears up well, a lot. There is that and fic, it, and that's the one where Hermione's name comes out instead of Harry's. And this is yeah, the one by there Anne is Margaret. A Hermione in the because I I, I no, wrote Anne, the I wrote this down because Anne I want to read. Margaret this. wrote Order of the Phoenix, and then she, okay. she wrote a book six and a book seven fic, but I don't think it's Half Blood Prince. Right? Okay. No, she did both. Then never mind. 
I'll just she she did both. She wrote Hermione Granger and the Order of the Phoenix, and then she wrote a year six and seven story of her own based on it. But she also okay. wrote Hermione and the Half Blood Prince and Hermione okay, and the Deathly now Hallows. I have to because I really want to. Oh, great, that's, that sounds Hermione fantastic. Granger, and since I am right here, I will link everybody to Anne Margaret's author page because the other fics are called Hermione Granger in the Time of Troubles and Hermione Granger in the Beginning of the End time of troubles that's what it was and then so anyway where our was it so anyway we've cleared up the business with queen of witches hermione queen of witches and i'll find the link to that where's goblet of fire were we done with the black sisters oh you do i want to read the hermione granger and the goblet of fire and i can't find it i think that's the first four books hermione granger hermione queen of witches is five books Wait, no, but I don't want to read... Wait, I want to read the one where Hermione Granger... I want to read the one that Death Row was talking about. The one where Hermione Granger's name comes out of the Goblet of Fire. I okay, think give might. me a second. Didn't we get that one linked I, I, already? I'll link it again. Okay. I, I know I googled for it and I found it. But mm. it is... Here. What was the title? Because I've got it already open. Hermione Granger and the Goblet of Fire. Oh, really? Oh, sorry. I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a moment. <laughs> What's the title again? <laughs> um... Okay, speaking of Hermione, last night I know we talked about Hermione's parents. This oh, is another yes, yes. This is a challenge to everyone in listener land, right up there with the AUs where Harry has a good childhood with the Dursleys. Mm-hmm. Bring me fix about Hermione's parents. Bring me fix, bring me one shots about Hermione's parents thinking about her going to Hogwarts. Bring me stories where Hermione's parents get involved in the war. Bring me stories where Hermione tells them everything. Bring me stories where Hermione tells them nothing. I want stories about Hermione's parents. Bring me a story where they are in Australia and decide that they finally need to have a child because they've waited this long without having a kid so they decide they're going to have a child. Hermione goes to bring them back and she's (laughs) pregnant with twins. Bring a fic where they go to Australia and they decide that they've always wanted, they feel some connection to England and they have always wanted to go to England. And then they come back. That would be interesting. That would be awful. I want to know, like, I mean, what if I would like a fic where Hermione loses her parents? I would like, I mean, as in a fic where she, as in misplaces oh, them, I not as oh, I mean, like, she, she goes, no, I mean, she goes to Australia to retrieve them, and they're not where she thinks they're supposed to be. Oh, that would be right. interesting. I don't know, I don't know what it is about Australia. I mean, she must have, she must yeah. have put something in the spell so that she'd be able to find them. In realizations, the Dursleys go to Australia. I mean, <laughs> I know, I was thinking about that. Wouldn't that be interesting if they all met and just? <laughs> oh man! Well, the, in realizations, the Dursleys are in trouble because they abandoned Harry, so they're probably oh. going to go to jail. Below profile, yeah. At some point, I would love a Dursley perspective fic that is true to canon. Mm. On what? yeah, I've read I've read some terrible ones. I read okay, oh there, there was a really terrible one. <laughs> Where um, Snape, it's like, it's one of these, um, I, I, I like to call it put upon Snape, because where Snape feels like, it's like good Snape and bad Dumbledore, which is a strange combination. Mm-hmm. And I like to call it put upon Snape, yeah, because it's like a Dumbledore makes Snape do all this crap, and Snape <laughs> is like, What's going on? How come you want me to do all these weird things? <laughs> Finally, just snaps under the pressure, and he goes to the Dursleys and he tells them everything. And he's like, "Look, Hogwarts is terrible. Dumbledore's a jerk. Let's 
work together to send uh, Harry the Bobatons. Yeah. <laughs> I told you it was really terrible. I just thought it was. I just think it's hysterical. As Do they far kill as- Vernon, and does it become a Snape Petunia fic? <laughs> Oh, oh. Like they, seriously, like they take an active role in their magical education. I think Dudley might be a wizard. I don't know. Yeah. One one and thing. I, can really I curious. say that a, sh- a ship that really weirds me out is the Remus Petunia ship? That was a weird ship. Oh yes, that was in the fic where they went to Canada. That was in the F series. Wasn't, wasn't that in the F series that Peon Cast covered? No, it was in another one, but it was something that that Peon Cast covered. Vernon was killed when Petunia got away with the children, and Remus was there, and they ran away to Canada. And Harry was special needs. Yes, yes. Oh, I love that pick. That's such a good pick. Yeah. I like In Care Of, which is a pick where Snape is very grudgingly having doing watch duty on Harry Potter. And he gets attacked in his transfigured form. And he's not an Animagus in, in the traditional way. The, the, this is a different look on what Animagus, like how to become an Animagus. Mm-hmm. And so he's, he's stuck in his, his transfigured form, which is a bat. <laughs> Harry takes care of him and oh puts gosh. him in a can. <laughs> that was curious. Puts him in a what? Puts him in Hedwig's cage. Oh, oh God. Snape would kill him. <laughs> and it's it's you know think of how Hedwig Hedwig would react. Well, Hedwig was apparently injured a second time by by Umbridge's <laughs> hand and needed to like stay at with Hagrid for a little oh, while. So right Hedwig wasn't really like a big factor in this whole thing, huh. but. Snape finds out about Harry's home life, and it's it's kind of an interesting perspective on on that side of thing. I will say that it's it's kind of it's kind of halfway bad because it is one of those fics that puts Harry in the ICU again. I will say I'm fascinated. This is kind of a tangent, but I'm fascinated by the amount of fics that a have Snape find out about the Dursleys and b assume he'd care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he would care because it's Lily's kid. Yeah, and it's the last also Jane, little like, bit of Lily Evans left in the world, and I couldn't let that pass, could I? That's I another thing I want to see: is what if it would have been Neville, and Snape wouldn't have had that connection to Neville? Oh my God, he'd be dead. What he would have been killed by Quirrell? He'd have been killed by Quirrell. <laughs> That's true. And then what would happen? I mean, then everybody's SOL. Neville I, falls. I want everybody to see, dies. No. I really want to see a, a fic where everything goes to hell. And I think the only, the best way to do that would, would like Death said, if Voldemort just knocks Lily aside and kills Harry. I mean, like, what happens? And, then, like, and I'm like, sitting on I'm, my hands. Well, wouldn't wasn't it the fact that he tried to kill a baby that made the Horcrux? So wouldn't he still, but would, such a horrible person. that still have tied them no, because no. Harry had the magical protection be because of That's Lily's true. sacrifice. If she doesn't sacrifice, he has no protection, and he's dead. That's true. De- so, death roll, just because so, you're in on this and nobody else on this call is. I've, I'm starting to make notes on year six, and I've Yay. killed off two more. I've, I've killed off two more people. Oh, good. <laughs> If you, if you, if P.S. If you want a fic where everything go, goes to hell, just wait a couple of years because I am writing it. <laughs> wait a couple yes, years. Yes, you are. I don't yes, like to are. wait. I'm I don't want to wait either. 
Oh yeah, Mooney's Moon, uh, things have changed, Mooney. That I'm I'm starting to write books. Can we like cut this? We need to talk. We do Can need I to talk. read the damn thing. <laughs> I'm. Uh, you know what? There are 56 pages. I want it to reach 150, and then I'm going to pass it through MD, and I'm going to pass it through Death, and then I will publish it. I am hoping. I'm getting it out as fast as I can. Okay. But I but keep I getting There was a guy on the call earlier tonight who said that to me once. Yeah. <laughs> I keep, oh, but there I was a guy who said that. The issue is that I keep getting ideas for book six. Hey, Dethril, somebody that writes their fic and actually comes out with chapters. Yes, Death, and how long did you take let's, to write? Let's all, let's all be like that. Let's. Hey, how about we all be like P.S. who updates regularly and i'd updated my base and would get my chapter back to me <laughs> uh come I've on i've written another chapter i've written 175,000 words alone this is probably another 25 or so at least <laughs> can i just say and i've told you go but the only thing i remember from tsh is the group of them standing over the trap door, singing Jerusalem. That's literally the only thing right now that I can remember. You don't remember Harry's Nickers? In ancient times, walk upon England's mountains green, and was the holy lamb of God on England's pleasant pasture seen. But P.S., trust me, I want to get book five out just as much as you want to read it, because it's book five is all set up, and then book six, everything goes to hell. Mm-hmm. And okay. I cannot wait, because I keep getting ideas, and I'm evil, and oh my gosh, I can't wait, because I hated canon, because it took too much of a light road. P.S., look at it this way. She keeps telling me that I give her ideas for the fic. I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. Well, I already spoiled her on one death. And so, sounds like, oh, um, I, if so you did, I'm sorry, oh, I'm a bad person. Yes, not honestly. Do you care? I thought you just called death all her, and I was like, honey. Um, <laughs> um, I'm sorry, honey. I forgot it. Do you remember? Do you remember? You, you remember okay, the Molly sweetie. conversation? Yes. Remember what conversation? The Molly conversation. Who are you talking to? Yeah, I know. I'm talking to you. <laughs> Who's you? You! <laughs> the person talking! Who's on first? <laughs> What's on second? I yes. don't care! Well, Third base! <laughs> yes, do you remember okay. the Molly conversation from the Badfic thing? This is uh-huh. from after the castle discussion, I think. Oh, it was it? Was yeah. she on? No, she wasn't on, so never mind. Oh. Okay, well, anyway. Honestly, Well, it was just an interesting conversation of discussing people to kill. What happens when you kill Molly? Interesting. Because Because it's always Charlie, Bill, Fred, George, Percy. It's always Percy. So Uh, have I I done this rant on a podcast or was this a forum only rant? I don't know, but I've never seen Arthur be killed. The Easy Weasleys. Yeah. They are the... It's always Charlie or Bill. I mean, sometimes Bill, but it's usually Charlie or Percy. In a towel? They 
are the Weasleys that are easy to kill. They can be killed with less guilt because no one cares. They can be killed with ease because they don't affect the story. Because the person doesn't have to spend time dealing with Harry's reaction because he never met them. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't have to spend time dealing with the hole they leave in the story because they weren't part of the story. Mm -hmm. Charlie, I mean, killing Dumbledore or Snape or Hermione leaves a hole in the story because they had a function and they had a role to play. Killing mm-hmm. Charlie, it doesn't do that because nobody cares. So it's can killing I, can the I, sexy. Speaking of everything going to hell, as much as I am stressed out about work at this point, work angst is letting me write. And Yay. it's been amazing. <laughs> oh, I just wish I had more time to do it. The thing that I really worry about with my fic is that Book five is almost total setup because I'm introducing an OC that readers have no ties to, no emotional baggage. They don't give a shit about her. And I spent an entire fic, an entire year trying to get people to care. And then stuff starts happening. So I really worry that people aren't going to be interested in book five and they're going to drop it. Whereas, you know, I really, what I really want to do is start with book six, but I can't do that because that's not good fic writing. Yeah, I know. I know. If you, I would have started with, I would have started right here at the end of season one. Cause I think, I think the most interesting story to tell here is the Cobol arc. Right. And that's the beauty of, good fic writing is people who have read good fic know that I know. you have you to get through the setup. I know. <laughs> but it's like if, if I lived in a world where I could do whatever I wanted. Oh, I would totally you know, like skip. The twi- like, like, the, like the Twilight Zone episode where everybody has to appease that boy. Like if right. I was that kid and everybody was like, yes, P.S., that's a wonderful P.S., <laughs> what I would do is just <laughs> skip large chunks of plot. <laughs> I, I would I would totally just skip right to book six and write the fic that I want to write and kill half the wizarding world and, and, you know, make it bloody and disgusting and just really horrible because that's, I mean, that's what I really always lacked in, in canon is I was expecting a war and what I got was basically a splash through the puddle of of battle like there were like three battles and then we're good like that isn't war to me and not you know very few people died I know that like two of my favorite characters in the entire fan in in the entire canon died in the last book but Mm -hmm. I am in a I am in a very small majority minority of people who were devastated by deaths in book seven and I'm okay with that but that isn't war to me. And I want to fix that. Mm-hmm. And it needs to be fixed in my mind. I Like I said, I really want to see. I mean, I'm just so curious to see. Because in a way, I mean, this is so gruesome. But I think what I really love in fan fiction is just where things in the canon just go completely to hell. And it's completely insane and unrecognizable. And it's just I love watching place. things I'd go love to hell. See. I am comfortable with that because it's mm-hmm. like I know the canon. I know everything worked out in the canon. You do whatever you want in fan fiction, and I think it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I mean, I've been I will in- say that I don't like seeing things go to hell just for the excuse to ship a certain way. Like, no. All oh, of no. a sudden, we're oh, going no. to start shipping no, no. Sirius and Cho because they're survivors what? in the post-apocalyptic Whoa. world. That's yeah, random. I mean, I mean there's nothing wrong. If you wanted to come up with Sirius and Cho and do it seriously, oh, God. If you wanted to do it, if you wanted to develop it in this way that was good writing, 
that would be fine, and I wouldn't think that. I think I'm very interested in good writing. Oh, y'all are making me want to skip work tomorrow and <laughs> just, like, read thick. You don't want to read that one that I just mentioned. All right. Uh, it's oh, just... I thought you were just making up serious and show. I didn't think it was well, no, uh, I've, I've read a fic like that. It wasn't serious show. It was, like, serious... I'm not sure. Floor. Maybe Angelina. Angelina. Something ridiculous. The names could just be swapped out. It's bad. Yeah. It's very, very bad. Although I would like to see something where Sirius gets involved with Cho, marries her, and Harry has to call her Aunt Cho. Oh. <laughs> Poor Harry. That would just be ridiculous and absurd. That kind of squeaks me out a little bit. <laughs> I just love awkwardness, you know, I mean, for a silly, being silly about it. I love killing people off that, like, are... (laughs) What was that? What's so funny? I love killing people off. She just loves killing people. I love love killing people (laughs) off. I tell you. I love killing people who are um, just, I mean, completely pivotal to, like, what if Neville was killed in year three or four? Like, what if somebody what if somebody came and killed Neville? What would happen next? That's what we're trying to find out! We're trying to find out who killed him and where and with what! There's no need to shout! I'm not shouting! All right, I am! I'm shouting! I'm shouting! I'm shouting! <laughs> I love that. I love that stuff because it's something. I mean, Cedric's well, death was you, devastating. You know Crouch would have found a different way to help Harry because mm-hmm. it was through Neville. Yeah, I mean, as much as I mean, I want to be not have this come out badly, but I'm not sure that Neville's death early on would really affect anything. Well, look at Deathly Hallows. Somebody else would. Well, have I think you would have had somebody that. else do it, mm-hmm. but not Ron because he's not a sugar Well, that he wasn't. Oh, you don't mean... See I, I, see, I don't know if anybody else would step up. I know Ginny would. Ginny. She doesn't have the experience. What experience? She's all, Well, I mean, it, it's... Ginny was possessed by Tom Riddle. Like, I well, feel like this is a... <laughs> yes, but nobody knows that. moment. No, no one, no one... I feel like, I feel like Ginny could have done it. This, oh, that's this another is... thing I want to see in fic, speaking of which. But yes, continue. No, what... What was, what was the, this? The fact that Ginny was possessed for most of her first year. Colin, you. Like, remember, I mean, that's the famous line about that. Yeah. And Harry yeah. says, where Ginny is like, remember, I was possessed by Tom Riddle most of my first year. And Harry says, I forgot. Oh, yeah, and I Ginny forgot. says, lucky oh, you. you. Yeah. Uh, no. And then, you know, on a completely different note, Colin gets petrified, all of that, and misses, you know, Half a year. How do they continue? Actually, I I did read one once where he was getting a scholarship, but because he was petrified for most of his first year, he didn't take tests and didn't get grades. So therefore, he couldn't keep getting the scholarship. Uh, <laughs> I really thought Hogwarts didn't cost money. No, it does. And no, it doesn't. There was some shenanigans with the Malfoys and a scholarship that was to help disadvantaged students. He got very upset that it was being used to help mudbloods and. Oh boy! Oh, it was. When's that? Do you know? I have no bad? idea. It was kind of bad, and it was I so long ago. I read one where 
Colin had to take summer school. Yeah, but that wouldn't. Would that be? Mm. Why is like, it always Colin? What about the rest of them? Well, yeah. the, the, and why they, did their they, parents they, let them come back? They all. Well, I mean, and I'm addressing a lot of this in my pick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, that just drives me crazy. That was they a very a nerd, angry nerd character. Relations department. I think I think it, it it makes me laugh that you guys think that I'm so angry at these you know characters like Draco and I'm a very understated version of what's going on in my fic with my OC. Oh, and that also reminds me of the schools that don't take Muggleborns. How do they cope with having untrained witches, untrained and witches and wizards that are essentially breaking the statute of secrecy and all of that? And what if they don't know? What if they're never informed? They just keep making True. random weird stuff happen. Do they keep yeah. making accidental magic. I mean, they, yeah. you know, I read a fic where it was theorized that people like, and this is a kind of a broad generalization, but like mm-hmm. people like folk healers and shamans and people that had been burned as witches were muggle-borns that had never been found. Crap. Mm. Interesting theory. There was a fic that I saw the other day and it looked kind of interesting and now I don't remember where I saw it or what the title is, but it was... And then there is basically what I like to think of as the Muggleborns as the X-Men, which is the Barb fic where um, all the Muggle, the lost Muggleborns, they all have like one special talent. Like Dean is this amazing soccer player. Hermione is a cello prodigy. And yeah. mm-hmm. P.S. You'd be interested in this. I'll try and find it for you. But there's a fic out there where the Dursleys treat Harry well. And so because he's seeking their approval all the time, he blocks out his magic and never oh. goes to Hogwarts. Ooh, I would love to read that. That sounds fascinating. Mm-hmm. Well, that and the other thing now that we're discussing Muggleborns and not going to school and so on and so forth. Do Muggleborns know that they are the descendants or in some way related to, say, a squib or something? You know, if if anybody's I'm trying not to sure that's even canon. figure that out. I'm just, you know, or, or whatever the case may be. And if somebody's tried to figure that out and, you know, say, look, I mean, it might be a few generations back, but we do have magic in the family, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think Herm- uh, Hermione wonders about it in Roman Holiday, the fic I mentioned earlier. I do believe, I can't remember whether it's that or in the sequel, but I think Hermione does think okay. about that. Okay. I mean, I don't think it's not, it's not a big part, but it's acknowledged, I believe. Because mm-hmm. I've always wondered, because, you know, Joe said that all magical children are allowed to go to Hogwarts and some choose not to. I mean, having a muggle born in the family would probably, sh- you know, depending on how the parents react, would not be taken very lightly. And that would be an interesting ramification to. Well, and I would love to know what happens to Swibs. What happens mm-hmm. to Swibs? Yeah. I mean, do they just get cast out like I mean, Mary I, mean, I want to know more about Squibs. No. Yeah. Because I know we, we've um, seen what happens to Felch, but I mean... I mean, because it'd be... And then, there, uh, then there's the fic where Draco's, Draco had a squib sister that they were hiding. Uh, that's that's not that ring I think I've read one of those. Um, what was I think? What was I just thinking of? Shit. Now it's going to bother me. No, I don't think about it. Think about something else. It'll come and you'll blurt it out in five minutes. Yeah, you know me too well. <laughs> And then we'll be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I'm always like that. But we like you anyway. Yay. And there's the fix that imagine, like, historical figures who were wizards. Walt Disney. And this is another thing. Another thing I've read about people, extraordinary people from history were muggle-borns that had never been found. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. There's a part okay. of Battle of Wills that we learned that the Kennedy family is wizards. 
Uh, yes, I, I think that's people right. take that, that way too far, and, and it bugs me a little bit that people are just like, everyone who is ever significant in the entire history of the world was matched. Because the only that's thing the way- that could possibly be worse is if, like, the Bush family was wizards. <laughs> 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 oh please no! Um, but what, what, were they what I was wizards or was Joe Kennedy a squib? Or is that, I thought that's how it went. Or is that another fic? I can't believe there are two f- fics about the Kennedy family. But <laughs> no, I thought it. I thought in Battle of Wills it was they were legit wizards. I I just can't remember. But, but it was um. So what I was thinking of is as far as what Joe said about Joe Rowling, mm-hmm. as far as what Joe said <laughs> about. Not- <laughs> 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 as far as what she said about every magical child has the opportunity to go to Hogwarts, but not mm-hmm. all of them do. I always mm-hmm. got the impression that some of them were homeschooled, like purebloods were homeschooled. When or, there's, there's like, but then again, here's the thing: if Draco Malfoy is our benchline for conservative purebloods, you know who's doing the homeschooling? You know why is Draco probably? probably why is Draco at Hogwarts if there is some? Um, because you know, the, pu- the purebloods want to here. send them to school because that is where they will begin their networking mm-hmm. and their social contacts. Yeah, that's that's what I think. I'm not sure that there's alliances. That um, I always felt it was like parents who were poor and uh-huh. I I don't I I guess it's just it was a personal preference thing. It's always kind of intrigued me that they don't pull Harry out of Hogwarts for his third year and find some way to tutor him because a mad Death Eater is after him and they don't, and you know. Dementors. Hogwarts and- is totally safe. There hasn't been, you know, it's not like the last two years have been like completely dangerous for him. He hasn't I'm nearly sh- died twice. I'm just shocked that the Weasleys didn't pull Ginny out. Honestly, now that, no, I, now that I'm, I'm not really thinking about it. It doesn't really shock me. I'm because not they much. trust Dumbledore. Oh, they trust Lord. Dumbledore. Like, to a fault. Yes. And I I think that it's just very interesting that Dumbledore didn't pull Harry out of Hogwarts just for his third year. Because it's so... Because Hogwarts is the safest place he could be. (laughs) Well... Let, let's like... snicker and laugh about that, please. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there has to be a safer place for Harry. Number 12, Grimald Place. 13, Grindelwald. <laughs> How about so safe, nobody knows where, so safe, nobody knows where it is. We can send Harry to Antarctica. <laughs> How about we let Harry be his own secret keeper? Can you do that? I don't think, Have not you, the way I write Oh my it. gosh, there's so many fics that play around with a secret keeper. I, mean, I barely even remember what's canon anymore. I mean, they have they don't being your own secret canon. keeper thing. Being your own secret keeper is like some crazy way to like stay hidden because like nobody knows where you are. <laughs> Dumbledore no was secret keeper for the Order. Well, look how well that because it's not after he died. Well, this is the thing that I think a lot of, there's a lot of fic authors that go both ways on this and I'm not sure which is canon are you fideliusing a person or the house you're fideliusing I thought it was the house no the person because Joe said that when Voldemort was seeking James and Lily and they hid he could have walked right up to their front window and not seen them he could see the house but he couldn't find them Okay. See, that line never made sense to me because I always thought they meant the house. That makes that <laughs> makes complete sense now. But Yay. with the Fidelius, it's the fact that the house is also unplottable. See, I never saw, thought that was 
True. It was. I don't think was... it's unplottable. No, 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 not not because it's the Fidelius, but because it's unplottable because Sirius has the unplottable made it, so. spell put on it. Right. Okay. Oh, all right. So is Grimald? Let me let me get this straight. Grimald yes. plays. When Grimald plays, Grotto does Cult. the folding out of the does the folding out thing? Was yes. that Fidelius or unplottable? That was Fidelius because he had to. I think because he had to look at the paper. To be told, the headquarters of the Order of Phoenix is at number 12 Grimald Place, and then... But then why couldn't you see the house already? No, no, because no, that was... House, it because it's the movie. Jingle. No, 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 that was, ne- that was no, neither. That was neither. that in Kent. It's like the leaky cauldron. The muggles don't notice it, so Harry's not gonna... Harry won't notice it unless he knows to look for it. He, they walk up, and all the magical people notice it, because it, like, pops up for them. But the muggles don't notice. It's like the leaky cauldron. Hmm. And I think it's also a combination of the fact that it's Fidelist and it's unplottable and like it's like the safest stronghold in all of Britain. But my my original point is that if we were going back to pulling Harry out of Hogwarts in his third year, mm-hmm. they could have sent Harry anywhere in the world. They, they could have sent him to, for, to Bobaton for the year and that would be safer than having Harry at Hogwarts. Because... I mean, having the murderous serial killer be whispering in his prison cell, he's at Hogwarts, and then the prisoner escapes. Yes, let's send the murderous serial killer's potential victim to the place that the serial killer is headed. And they've already established that, well, or they think they have, that he's sort of immune-ish, not very susceptible to Dementor, so let's put, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Because so you know, this the is a really, this is a really, really smart plan. This is one conceived by the government. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, I would love to see a fic where Harry's pulled out of school and like tutored by Remus Lupin, and then Dumbledore gets somebody else for de- defense against the dark arts. Mm-hmm. Who? Okay, then here's the thing I've seen floated as a theory in some fics is that Dumbledore didn't 100 percent trust Remus and the reason he made him a teacher is so that he could keep an eye on him. No, I don't. if he was consorting with, I don't think that's true. I'm just saying that that's something I've seen so that if he was going to consort with Sirius, you know, Sirius would have to go to Hogwarts and he wouldn't do that. Of course, that's not true. That's not what mm-hmm. happened, but I think it's interesting spin on things. I've seen it done where Sirius when he first breaks out, goes to Remus and manages to convince him as a Mooney Padfoot kind of a thing mm-hmm. um, that he really is innocent and not a Death Eater. And I can see it happening. Oh, I want that fic. Can I have it, please? Oh, shoot. So so I read of- so many fic and I don't, like, bookmark them because they... Want- oh, gosh. I want more POA slash GOF set Remus serious. I want more Lilo at Lupin fic. Yeah. No, speaking of which, though, the fact that everybody thought that Remus was the spy. Where am I going with? Oh, um, when Sirius is yelling at Peter about how he was passing on information to Voldemort a year before he died, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. How does he now know that? Because Sirius has been did in somebody, Azkaban. In Azkaban. Who told him? Yeah. Who everybody told else him? is dead. Everybody um, else was dead or a rat a or in hole. jail. How did it find out? P.S. Like, you should not have bubble as. Well, um, they knew someone up. was passing information, and they thought it might have been Remus. But when Sirius makes my heart, by the way. P.S. That's yeah. not the that that's one of the fix that's P.O.A. That's really good. It's also Remus Sirius Remus slash Rare. another prisoner, Yay, another professor. She'll it's, love it. it oh, it's Remus Sirius slash. That one once. 
What? I started reading that once. It's really good. Okay, all right. I might give it another shot then. Though it's still a WIP. Yeah, and I'm fine. guessing I'm thinking it might be abandoned. I'm so sad. There are so many good fix that are abandoned. No, it's not abandoned. It was updated February twenty fourth okay. of this year. Okay. Yay! We oh, like it's... it when they finish their fix. Yeah. And the, what was I just thinking of with the books too? Hmm. It's hard to live a life and be an author and keep up with your WIPs and the other activities that you. Oh, if I didn't I have, this, and this is. This is the thing that I say every time somebody talks about abandoned WIPs. The thing that makes me think of whether or not it's abandoned or not is if the person is gone. Like, you might have somebody who has a fic. Like, I have a fic. I have a fic. You, it's, I have a fic. I'm not going to say what the mm-hmm. name, of it, name of it is because I don't want to embarrass myself if I finish <laughs> it by the time this podcast comes out. But I have a BSG Vic that famously has one chapter to go and I just haven't felt it. Mm-hmm. And I've been Please writing other stuff. tell and me how it ends. been participating in the fandom and I've been around. It's not abandoned. I'm going to finish it. I just, mm-hmm. the characters aren't speaking to me. Mm-hmm. I'm just not feeling that particular story. But I will. I am obviously still around. Mm-hmm. But if there's somebody that's, you know, these authors that are gone, like mm-hmm. completely gone off the face of the earth, mm-hmm. that's probably more likely to be I just, abandoned. <laughs> I mean, abandoned or one chapter isn't that bad, but it, when it's like right on a oh, cliffhanger. One, one yeah. chapter is almost worse. Trust me, if when it happens to you, one chapter is almost worse. I mean, when no, when you're writing, it's worse. But when you're reading it, it's not as bad as like when the author's like in the middle of a big arc and like mm-hmm. there's a cliffhanger and then the story just completely like is on like permanent hiatus mm-hmm. and it's just like what happens yeah <laughs> well i'll tell you what i hate is when you can't tell you know like the way the last chapter ends like i was reading a book the other day and the way it ended i was like is it the end or is it abandoned mm-hmm you know, because I just couldn't tell. Because yeah. it's like part of the plot was, was resolved, but like the mm-hmm. big overarching stuff was not resolved. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, um, that's great. What's, wait, what what happened to McGonagall? <laughs> you know, it's like one of these deals where it's like, yeah. I can't tell if it's finished or not. Was that the end? That's one that I want to see. Cause I, McGonagall? I know, no, Her- uh, McGonagall raising Harry. Because there are a few oh, out I there. I started reading one once. There, there, there are a few out there, but they all turn really sour, and I'm just like, eh, I want, this is like a great premise, but not mm-hmm. good follow through. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, oh I'd love God, to see I, that. I really want to go right now. <laughs> Except that I can't because I'm following another fix, so I can't update until they do. Yeah, no comment on that one. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. I'm so, so glad that I have my not- own. What have we not covered? Um, I'm sure there's a lot. There- yeah. Yeah, I just don't want to be kicking ourselves later. There's okay, always we talked more about, opportunity. Like, the past, you know, like, are there any topics of past fic that we'd like to see? You um, mean like Marauder era? Founder you, era, Riddle era. You love era. the Marauders. I know you love the Marauders. But, I love um, the Marauders. Before, like, I think the Marauders are done to death. I would like to see mm-hmm. some be other quiet. era. It's just past that they're fic not from well. Can I please be shown a fic where Lily is not an Animagus and is not the fifth Marauder? Can I have some of that, please? Oh, I have plenty. Oh, yeah. There's plenty. So There's much tons bad out there. I love it. What I hate is death in those fics. Not 
necessarily where she's the fifth marauder, but where she has her own gang of marauderettes. Oh, yeah. But there's only three of <laughs> yeah. them. There's only three of them because Peter can't have a girlfriend. Why did they treat Peter so badly? Yeah. I mean... I want to like see. This is why I like. Can I make a recommendation yeah. of a fic where I like where it has Sizzizi. I can't pronounce it. Sizzizi. Sizzizi. How do you spell that? S Y. It's a real word, and they talk about it in the story. <laughs> I can't spell it. Like a word word. It's real. Um. It's S Y G Y Z Y. S Y G Y Z Y. It's Sizzizi. I can't say it. It's I know I know it's a real word. I can't pronounce it. Astronomy, a straight yeah. line configuration it's of three an, celestial it's bodies. An astronomical term, and it's a nice little story, and it's just a great Marauders moment where it has Peter is obviously their friend. Peter's a great character, and there's actually I. This is one of those fics where I'm. I think it, I think it's an abandoned wit, but it doesn't matter because it's really just a slice of life story. Huh. Mm-hmm. And there's another little one shot in that universe called Harry's First Owl. Oh, that's the other thing. I want to know Peter's backstory and why he turned is what I would dearly love yeah. to see written well. And have... not be stupid. Right. Can he not please? Can he please not Harry, be in love with uh, What do you see for Peter's background? Do you see him as pure blood, as mixed, or as muggle-born? I see him as pure blood. He is almost always pure blood. He's almost always just got a mother, and she is very overprotective, mm-hmm. and he's very sheltered. Like, I don't she, think I've—I don't—I I literally don't think I've seen a different backstory ever. I should have, I should have worked on my prequel instead of writing current because my Peter, he had a mother and a father and I'm sure he did in these stories too, the father's de- dead or something. Well, I'm assuming that from what we hear of Canon, his father was probably dead by the time he quote-unquote died. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, they said, they they said, said his mother, mother yeah, his, his mother, mother finger, threw his right? finger in a box. But my fic originally took place while they were in school. So, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. everyone's parents were still alive at that point. He had a mother and a father. They uh, had a couple of years, so. There was, there was a fic one time that I read where James and Peter were friends and Sirius and Remus were the outsiders. Mm-hmm. James and Peter had grown up together as purebloods of the light, quote-unquote. And... So they were really super close until first year when James met Sirius and then instantly became super soulmate powers activate. Sirius um, <laughs> backstory would be fascinating too to see. So I definitely have I I definitely kind of made it where my my fake has been nicknamed by me Cat goes around and hits the characters over the head with a frying pan because I'm just tired of a lot of fan fiction authors forgetting that things like Peter was their friend and he can't just be written off as a Death Eater because 11-year-olds aren't Death Eaters. And just these little things that have become tropes in the fandom just really annoy me at this point. And I need to, I need to fix them at this point. I'm just done with all this crap. Okay. Speaking of hitting people I over the head with a frying pan. If you write, the, write, write that fic where um, Peter is, you know, a decent person when he's 11 years old. Like, I just want to scream at people. He's 11 years old. All of them. 
we've mentioned this before, but like a lot of the time, so many people write children that do not act like children. Joe Rowling didn't write children that act like children. No, I know. I refuse to accept. Where is it? Hold on. I need to set up and move around. I'm getting extremely comfortable. (laughs) And I will not be someone to fall asleep on the podcast. Me last night. Like you, like Aaron. Uh, that was the only. I think that was the only, only the second time that I've fallen asleep on podcast. It was like Standing. the third. That's always been something that's bothered me. I want to see a solid Peter Fick. I want mm-hmm. to see where he's a kid and not a mini Death Eater the entire time. Because at one point, James and Lily trusted this guy enough to have him be the secret keeper. Right. Mm-hmm. He was a good friend. And a good actor. Yep. I have to say, like, looking at, you know, the rest of the fandom and the way the fandom treats other quote-unquote bad guys, mm-hmm. why is the one that Peter is almost universally vilified? Like, I'm just surprised. Like, I mean, you have the people that love Easy Snape, target. the people that love Lucius, and you have the people that love Draco, and you have the, you know, it seems like it's, I just find it odd that there's nobody that loves Peter. Because we don't, target. there's also the fact that we don't get enough of him in canon for people to love Peter. Are there a lot of people who love Barty Crouch? Junior. Yeah. I think there actually is. I think I think being played that's by the, David Tennant, there's this yeah, weird, the there's this weird undercurrent of fandom that has this Barty Crouch. Because I've I mean, seen like, go, Crouch like, Junior and Sinistrafic. Yeah. That's a new one. Because I've he was Crouch, as moody, Snape, he was like, dancing with her at the Yule Ball. Mm. Oh gosh. And so they take that and spin it off as into Crouch Jr. and Sinister had this whole big thing going on once upon a time. See, that's interesting because that, like, mm. implies that she knows. That is Like, I've read, um, I've read, um, read Albus, what's his name, Moody Fix, where it plays on the fact that Dumbledore didn't notice. You know, that they had had a thing a long time ago and that Crouch mm-hmm. obviously had to play along and that, you know, Dumbledore is beating himself up that he didn't notice. What am I looking for? Oh, yeah. Keep, keep, keep on talking. I'm looking for something. Sanity. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am doing a fanfiction.net search for Barty Crouch Jr. I'll, there are 10 pages of stories. I'll say that I... We have a twin sister, Sue. Uh, we have Barty Bella. Hmm. Also creepy. Any Bella ship is generally creepy, whether it's Snape or Lucius or... Voldemort. Or Voldemort. And these are... And I see these are recent too. These were all published in 2012. The whole oh, first God. page, the first page, which you know is 25 stories, goes from December of 2011 to yesterday. So it's not like these are old stories from Goblet of Fire time. Barty Regulus, Barty Hermione, what? Ending <laughs> and debating collide for Barty Crouch Jr. and Hermione. Please. I swear is I read a Barty Regulus thrown together. In a swirl of circumstances and fate that neither can resist. Not that they particularly want to. But we do. Back. Okay. Um, okay can, we, can we talk about summaries? Because if we were going to talk about how not to be cliche, can we please have summaries that tell what the story is about? Do not Look, have a summary, a summary full of questions. The mind of a madman. That's the whole summary. One last kiss and I am empty. Please read and review. I mean, here's the thing. Now, I don't post on fanfiction.net anymore. And this is one of the reasons. The summary is short. I forget. I don't know how many characters this summary is. 255. Yeah. 255. 
Okay, when you have 255 characters to tell the summary of the story, why are you wasting them on please read and review? Like, see, I'm not even sure. Let me see how many characters my summary even is. That actually sounds like Uh, a pretty good review as far as fanfiction.net goes. You mean summary? Summary, yeah. Okay, how do you figure out how many characters are in something? Hi, this is my first. Put it in a Word document. Yeah, I am, but it only says how many words there are. Yes, you can. You can go to word count and it'll it'll do character count. This is my first fake. No flames. Word Um, count. Okay. Be nice. 247. 247 is the is being free form because I don't post on fanfiction.net. My summary for the road diverged is however many characters I said. Awesome. 247. 247. That's that's how many so characters I wrote just summarizing the story. That counts spaces too, right? Yep. Yes. Because fanfiction.net counts spaces. That's the nice thing about languages that don't use spaces. Yes. Dish all. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. So anyway, do we want to talk a little bit about this? Because we're talking about all the things we don't like and all the things we'd like to see more of. Do we want to talk a little bit about... We would like to see better written summaries. There, conversation yes. over. <laughs> oh, cat's gone. We lost cat. Uh-oh. Ryan has gone to bed. Oh. Oh, no. Perhaps we should simply regroup some other time. Yeah, no. I'm getting kind of tired myself, and I've got an early morning. <laughs> Me too. We can and do I've this. We have the technology. Up. Hooray. Insert cheering children. <laughs> I do that all the time Yay! now. We cheer lost her again. Soundtrack into your life. I know. Yay! But anyway, I think it's I think it's good if we want to talk a little bit about um um what the hell are those things called? Summaries. See, you can you can you can you can sense me slowing down. Yeah. <laughs> I can feel myself being drunk. <laughs> what, what are you talking? Wait, where? Where did you get that quote from? You. Why do you keep saying that. When it's, did I say It's something that? that came out of your mouth on the Elf P episode. What? What episode? It's the first episode? episode on conspiracy of cartographers. What? 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 what did you say? <laughs> oh God! I was trying to Google it, and I typed conspiracy of contractors. <laughs> that's another fic that's the fic where the Hogwarts the new addition to Hogwarts isn't going so well <laughs> it's, it's it's late it's over budget and there's <laughs> parts of it falling down <laughs> this is a conspiracy of contractors it's in episode 139 P Magic Squirrel Mort and PS is intoxicated <laughs> why can I not add her back because you're not the host you don't have the crown. I've Ryan added has the crown. back before. Shall I sing while there's silence? What is she doing? Jerusalem, in England's green and glorious land. Oh, it's going to be stuck in my head all day. Thank you. I never actually heard that song sung. I just read it in the book and didn't know what the music was. Uh. I borrowed it from seeing Monty Python sing it. Oh. 
It's the sketch where if you say the word mattress, the fellow puts a bag over his head. And the only way to get him to take the bag off of his head is to sing Jerusalem while standing in the tea chest. Mm-hmm. Great sketch. Add cat to the call. What the hell? I don't understand why it is not doing this. She cannot do it. Captain. You don't have the power. I don't understand because it was working fine the other night. I added myself to the call. How can you add yourself to the call? That's like inviting yourself over to a party. <laughs> well, no, honestly, last time around for the castle discussion, I think, mm-hmm. we were in a chat. Hi! See? And you hey. add yourself to it. Death roll is magic. Or everybody's magic. Uh, everybody's magic. Let's so, have it be that. So, we were saying that okay. we're sort of getting a little Summaries. tired. PS wants to talk about summaries. And I think I think it would be interesting if we just went through a bunch of stuff because it's all well and good to say you should write better, but I think we should kind of do a little bit of basic. This is how you write a summary. School is now in session. This, this is how you. Oh, summary. I'm ready for this. I'm Let's, not ready for this you know. at this point in time. We've been three hours. Okay. So. Do I want another beer, or do I want another Diet Coke? Beer. Beer. All right, hold on. I'll be back. I need beer. beer. I just need my... This is going to be my second. I tried to stay sober for this night because, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I I think it's hard. I mean, you all know I can't hold my liquor. Really? (laughs) Do you know how much I drink on the podcast? A glass or less? (laughs) I never have more than one drink. I never, ever, ever have one have more than one drink in a sitting. So. Well, that's not true because there's evidence where you said you're going to go get another drink. Oh well, okay, almost never, almost never. Uh huh. Who's Zacharias? Zacharias Smith. Okay. He's the less evil version of Draco Malfoy. That's right, yellow Draco. And there's some other people you were asking about at one point, too. Okay. I was? Yeah. Um, you are like, who's Michael C.? It's Michael Corner. Okay. I remember Michael Corner. Cat, get your ass off my lap. Oh, I thought you were talking to yourself for a second there. <laughs> Cat! <laughs> How would you get your own ass off your own lap? That doesn't sound physically possible. <laughs> don't think it is. Apparently, my name is endlessly funny to people. I know the real name. I know the real name. <laughs> so do I. Everybody on this call knows my real name, including Ryan. It's not that I don't, like, I, I, I have no feelings in favor or against my real name. It's just I Obviously don't use it. Obviously, you have some feelings against it because you don't use it at all. I thought everybody was forbidden to call you that. I thought you hated it. Yeah, I really don't like it. But it's more of the fact that, like, I've been going... I, I don't like being called that because it encourages my family to continue to call me that. And I've been going by cat for, like, the last five years. These things not, time. They do. Oh, well. I mean, look at poor Tonks. Yeah. <laughs> Nymphadora. Oh, I'm having so much fun writing this fic, though. Me. There's so many funny moments. There's this one wonderful moment where Narcissa hears about Nymphadora and just says, Nymphadora, what a lovely name. (laughs) (laughs) 
There's a great moment where Sirius is giving Elidora a hard time about her namesake. Because Elidora in canon was the woman who started the put it mounting house elf heads on our walls. Uh, dear Aunt Elidora. <laughs> That's awesome. And Ella's being all sarcastic. And thank you so much for bringing up my namesake. Because it's an entirely appropriate conversation to have in front of children. While you're at it, why don't you give me a nice paper cut and pour lemon juice on it? We're closed. Well, come on. They've seen the heads on the wall. Yeah. She says something else, but it's And all I'm like picturing that. is that moment in Sin City where the girl's in the basement and she's like, the head's on the wall. The head's on the wall. The head's on the wall. <laughs> crickets. Yeah. Crickets I has, yeah, crickets. Has no one watch. seen Sin City? No. Nope. Oh, it's got Orlando Bloom in it. <laughs> no, it really didn't. That was Elijah Wood. I don't care about That's Orlando not really Bloom. an incentive for me. I only care about Orlando Bloom when he plays he's an a elf. crazy nut job. Again, I only care about Orlando Bloom when he has pointed ears and long blonde hair. I, I don't really care about him at all. Okay. I, that's just not really my type. It's a great Oh, he's movie. not my type at all, but he was an awesome Elrond. Uh, Elrond. <laughs> Legolas. He was, a, he was an awesome Legolas. This? You don't know this, and I knew this. I know it. It's just I've had beer. And I'm tired. <laughs> I got up at 6 a.m. this morning and I have a bruised tailbone. And I all have... I could th- all I could think when I figured it out was Rinna and her ass donut. And I was just like, I don't want an ass donut. No ass donuts. No. <laughs> that's that's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I this is PS's theory of fandom is proved true and forever. Okay. You will find the craziest stories by looking at FicFind comms where people are searching for stories that they've read and they've lost. Example. I'm still looking <clears throat> for the one where Tom Riddle was good and Dumbledore was bad. I cannot find that one. Harry goes back in time to when James and Sirius were at Hogwarts. Okay. That's just fine so far. Harry becomes. Okay, Harry becomes. Who wants to fill in the next blank? The head of Gryffindor. The Defense Against the Dark Arts professor. An Elven High Lord. (laughs) 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 That establishes a healing sanctuary. He is revered by the goblins. Dumbledore is trying to discredit him. God, this this thing writes itself. Harry is joined by other elves. Who wants? I, I bet you it just can't be house elves. They are the ones who gave that. They are the ones who gave the wizards their magic. Harry is a blood elf and oh, is incredibly. No. Powerful. Oh hell no! I'm so so tired elf. of Harry being the first one to treat goblins nice, so they decide that they're gonna like him. And <laughs> yeah, the 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 fic that I wrecked you wasn't bad. It was it was a highly controversial move for them to teach Harry about the wizarding world. There was like a staff meeting about it. So. <laughs> hey, I'm looking. I'm looking for a HP Star Trek crossover. All I remember is that muggles find out about wizards, and the wizards decide to leave Earth and build a ship. You know that exactly? That sounds exactly like the Exodus from Cobol. <laughs> or like the Harry Potter, what is it, uh, brown coat, green eyes, the Harry Potter Firefly crossover? Oh, is, that, is that what happens in there? I haven't read it. Oh uh, my god, I, somebody, 
Somebody found the blood elf story. Here's the blood elf story. Look at the picture. I mean, look at the site. (laughs) Speaking of the humans went to a different planet, there was an article that I just saw the headline. Something about people believing that dinosaurs aren't extinct and are now some super race on a different planet or some such. This this story might be as good as was the it one on Mars? Maybe I don't remember. The only way you can get there is with a rocket ship. Do you have a rocket ship? <laughs> <laughs> good. Uh, Harry was <laughs> Harry was not prepared to go to school in a castle in Scotland because no one told him to buy warm clothes. He is wearing <clears throat> his pajamas under his clothing with newspapers between as extra insulation. The newspapers catch fire in potions class. <laughs> that sounds like my college dorm. My brain hurts. Were not, newspapers were not <laughs> the things that were catching fire in my college dorms. Yeah. Well, yeah, there was that too. But the one thing they told us was your house has a 90 second burn time because the insulation is newspapers. If the fire alarm goes off, get the hell out. Wait, no, but I'm saying there were actual fires set in my dorm room. Well, that too. Somebody exploded the microwave. Yay! No, I'm saying... No. Deliberate fires. Arson. I'm saying drugs. Well, that that happened too, but I mean... It tends to happen every so often. Where did it fine. I have, to say, I have to say, Catholic college, most hypocritical place you will ever go. Good God, people were having sex everywhere. There was underage drinking. There was porn everywhere. There was porn. <laughs> there was like illegal, like hardcore illicit drugs. Well, here we go. Here we go. Every other weekend, there were like four students who had alcohol poisoning and they had to call the ambulance. And the priest. This raises an interesting question. Have you ever thought about or have you ever read any fics that deal well with religion? Because I don't think there's any question that Molly is Catholic. It was cut out of my fic. I read read a fic where Remus was religious and it actually really irritated me just because I thought it was really poorly done. He is a werewolf and it was like he was being like, oh, you know, werewolves are evil. I am so dirty and sinful. Yeah, I don't really like wizards being part of the church, but I have always wanted a fic where a muggle-born who's Catholic, who has Catholic parents, they try to, like, exercise them or something. I started reading a fic like that once. Was it good? good? Apparently not, because I don't remember any more of it. (laughs) There you go. Just think about it, because the history of Hogwarts is that it was founded about a thousand years ago, Mm -hmm. and the records are really kind of sketchy. A thousand years ago. A thousand years ago, ago. I was newly sown. And think about it, the era of Jesus was... 2,000 years ago, Mm -hmm. so the Mm -hmm. records have got to be even more sketchy. I don't Mm -hmm. find it hard to believe that wizards would be religious. And, and have I don't the, find it hard to believe. I just feelings. don't want to write that. I, I don't want to. Read I want to see it handled respectfully and yeah. handled well. I don't want to see it used gratuitously or done stupidly. Mm-hmm. I really think Molly is Catholic because one, she obviously does not believe in birth control. But oh, Molly is totally Catholic. She has the guilt thing down 
to a science. No note, car gone. You could have died. You could have been seen. And I love that. I love the uh, parallels to Hermione in year one going, we could have been killed or worse, expelled. <laughs> she needs to sort out my priorities. Like getting well, seen would parallel, be worse than me. It's parallel with, yeah, it's, par- well, it's actually Snape who, who is the parallel because he's the one that acts like, I think he, he's the one that says being seen is worse than being were seen by no less than a dozen muggles. Have you considered reading things, Death Roll, and recording yourself? Because you have a good voice for that. You know, like Scott does. <laughs> I want I want to do some masterfic with Death and Scott. Sure. What do we want to do? Whatever happened to doing, um, would it be doing, I guess maybe this is probably illegal. I guess we can't do bits from before exchange things so that you can be Londo. You could. I mean, I yeah, it's fair use. We're not profiting from it, so we're good. It definitely skirts the line. No, it, it really doesn't. Fair, fair use is pretty clear that if, unless you're, like, gaining money from it, then you can do whatever you really want. But it's, like, reproducing the original in its entirety. I mean, not in its entirety, but, like, word for word. Yeah, but if, let's as long as... I think just, you have to keep let's it... Let's just to, stick to Master Fix. Okay. Yeah, it's like if you're doing a cover of a hit song... Right. Even if you're not making any money off of it. You have to say it's a cover, but it's not like we're not saying that, you know, we're covering X. I mean, it's not like we would, like, anybody would think that this isn't actually an episode of Babylon 5. I'm just saying that we're not... Hey, 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 hey. Sure they would. I'm just saying that we're not going to get sued by JMS. And I love that I and the POFA legal departments... When you get to see him in the Q&A, you totally need to ask him if he fastens zips or zips fastens. Oh, I'm totally... That's, that's oh. what I'm, I'm gold. so excited. Absolute yeah. gold. Yes, I have yes. discovered a pair of dress pants that is fasten, 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 zip. Hmm. That ain't right. So you heard this PS that on this con, I'm going as... Wait, to- wait, wait. I come back to... <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> on this con, on, sun- on Sunday morning, I'm leaving now. Half, I'm half ditching church to um, go to, it's a JMS Q&A. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited. And I was asking Death and Ryan, That's like, what should I ask? I like the fact that I'm, I'm going to ask him. Like, you sort of semi-vicariously for me because that's not the same thing, but I was too sick to go see Michael Hogan. Oh, that's too bad. I'm sorry. When no, but I when I was sick. You and, you and Michael Hogan, like that. You know, everybody else went. All these people from my F-list went. And that was the time. I think that was the round of it when, with the last podcast, I can't, I can't even remember what it was, but mm-hmm. I was really sick. I mean, you, you going to meet Mike Hogan would be like me meeting RDA or like somebody from Stargate. Like, I would just be plotting on the floor like, oh my god, you are my childhood. <sighs> I love I love that show so much. BSG or Stargate? Stargate. I mean, I oh. love B- obviously I love BSG, but mm. I was talking about Stargate. Yes, do you have I access to Stargate to watch it? I own the first two seasons, and I could acquire the rest through, um, what you would call it, place mm. where you Hilo. Netflix. Netflix. No, or Hilo. Is they have it on Hilo? Hilo or Netflix, whichever has it. Yes, I can. Yeah, I have means to watch it. Oh, she's still called it Hilo. I have. I so basically, the answer is yes. Yes, very good. Okay, yeah, they're on, just, on Netflix. 
Kat and I are going to engage in a rewatch for our writing project and figured that we might put together an exchange in the process. P.S. You might know be interested in helping out with this. We want to ca- – oh, wait, she haven't, you haven't seen the ending. Never mind. I'm going to shut up now because okay. I'm – No, but the ending of what? Sorry, I petered out when it went to hell, so I don't really particularly when did it go to care hell? about which time. Which time when it went to hell? Yeah. Oh, like nine and ten. See, I always loved the show, but I was never like, and I, I mean, like I, I, uh, I always loved the early seasons, but I, I've, I've like not an expert. If that's what I say, I don't want to say I'm not a hardcore fan because I really do love the show a lot, but I, mm-hmm. I would say I'm not an expert. You know, like I'm not, I can't rattle off episodes by their title and I can't remember all the episodes. And I'm not even sure if I've seen all the episodes because I would just watch it when it came on TV, you know? Right. Well, you, you know, should like totally if, do if, if, a watch if, with us. Okay, cool. I love Stargate was my childhood because while I was raised partially on Farscape and Babylon 5 and Star Wars, my dad was really an adamant watcher of Stargate. This was your so, childhood. It started when I was in college. I didn't start watching it till I was in middle school. I, so I can old. remember. I can remember being. It was 1999, so I was 12 or so, and watching Hathor on the TV. Hathor. Oh, speaking of, I feel so old when people talk about how Harry Potter was their childhood. Because oh my god, it's like. Well, Harry Potter was my childhood, but not in the way that they mean. I guess I don't consider it childhood. I was in middle school. I was in middle school. For I, almost, I consider for almost the entire series. I consider middle. Shut up! I can, I, <laughs> Both of you, shut up! I'm sorry. I'm young. I'm. I'm. You know. Is Netflix's recommendation business thing? Like here, here is the genres it thinks I'm interested: cerebral crime TV shows, suspenseful <laughs> British TV mysteries. Sherlock. Scary, scary foreign action and adventure. <laughs> I guess it keeps recommending me Sherlock. I didn't even like Sherlock all that much. It keeps recommending. I wanted to stop recommending me Sherlock. Biographical sports, twentieth century period pieces. What's it? Oh, what the hell movies does that even? Can can what is? What movies does that even encompass? Downtown Abbey. 20th century biographical period. sports 20th century period pieces oh that's very odd <laughs> quirky independent father daughter movies i've had the strangest urge exciting in the last... tv shows exciting tv shows exciting had... tv shows includes stargate white collar the tutors i Man love versus white they're so but these are so random <laughs> <laughs> They're just considered exciting. <laughs> Nothing to do with each other. Shark Week, Ghost Hunters. <laughs> These have no Night Rider. Like MacGyver. Night Rider. <laughs> I MacGyver. But I just had an image of P.S. the Merchant Marine, you know, <laughs> watching Shark Week. <laughs> <laughs> you need to write a book, P.S. <laughs> a book about uh, what? You being a merchant marine. <laughs> <laughs> Did we even figure out what a merchant marine does? I thought you looked it up. I got no. I get so. I, I, I forget. I got so excited. I was watching the Cutting Edge. Great, um, great movie. Actually, yesterday before I was pulled on the podcast, I finished the movie, and the guy told his brother instead of saying that he had gone figure skating, he told his brother he had signed up to be a merchant marine. 
<laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yep, that's what it was. They think he spent the past year off in the Merchant Marine, and he's like, I've been doing a little figure skating. Finger painting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like dead quiet. I love that scene. It's, it's a great movie. Hey, hey, lady, I don't know about you, before I come from, we stand for the national anthem. <laughs> Uh, it was one of the better Moira Kelly. She was kind of ruined for me when she did West Wing. Yeah, nine alarm. <laughs> the United States Merchant Marine is a fleet of U.S. civilian-owned merchant vessels operated by either the government or the private sector that engages in commerce or transportation of goods and services in and out of navigable waters of the United States. Navigable. Navigable. I Navigable. Navigable. <laughs> That's a funny word. <laughs> yes, it is, isn't it? I swear I haven't had that much to drink. I'm just really tired. And it's early. But I was up till one last night. <laughs> so was I. So was I. No, but so what I'm saying is the way to get me drunk is to get me really super tired and then give me one beer. If I'm well rested, I can drink eight beers and I'm fine. I fall right to sleep after anything at all. I drank a large bottle of wine last night and it didn't even phase me. You're a man. But I drank the <laughs> bottle of wine the night of the bad fic and I was all over the place. <laughs> hmm. Well, I guess it they were both goes white wine. That there's something in all of us. <laughs> yes. Something I, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> it's know. it's called carbon PS. I was gonna say it's called wine, but oh, I read too much fan fiction. Tell me about. Yeah, it. I'm Instead reading of- one right now where Harry got shoved down the stairs and he snapped his neck. He's dead and he's haunting Aunt Petunia. <laughs> I brought the thing. As much as as much as I complain about crap, I think the creativity in this fandom is matched by almost nowhere else. As much as I bitch and holler about all this and have like my grumpy pants on regarding Draco, I love it. I mean, I just, I mean, I think it is a testament to why we are still here ten plus years later that these. Don't, no, 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 we're not going to... Okay, I, I'm, I am... I'm still searching for some stories to be done right. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. putting my foot down and saying from now on we're not going to list the number of years that we've been here because that's just getting a little bit like... When I was first entering the fandom, I was 10 years old. Wow. Well, back in my day, we had to walk uphill in three feet of snow each way to get to the Borders Cafe for our midnight release parties. (laughs) You kids and your technology. (laughs) Your Kindles and your Nooks and your downloading the electronic books and reading about Harry Potter on the iPad. (laughs) Get on my lawn. <laughs> uh, and take your Tumblr Twitter with you. Checkbook. I don't understand Tumblr. I don't either. I think I've reached saturation because I like Twitter. I understand Twitter, but I think Tumblr was one too many for me, and I just don't understand Tumblr. Can't do Tumblr. Don't care about Tumblr. No, I. I see. It's like it re- reminds me of 
I mean, it's like, this is like getting old. Like, I feel like Grandpa Simpson outside is weird and scary to me. (laughs) (laughs) Billy, will you kill me? Oh, man. Come on, Billy, do it. Kill Grandpa. I mean, it's just, I don't know what they're doing on Tumblr. I don't know what's happening. They're talking strange. They have, like, different terms that I don't know about. It's like a different world. So I've decided that I'm going to invest $100 and buy the Sony Vegas movie making package. Ooh. For the... Fan, uh, fan what is that? I anticipate fan edits by Deathrell. Yeah, I've decided to go forward with it. Yay, I like this. It's just a crazy idea, and I think I can make it work. Faraday thinks that you can make it work, too. Someone stop me. I know exactly what I'm getting into. Someone stop me, please. Hell no. I'll stop you. You didn't stop me when I got into this. And now it's crazy 50 pages long. This So I've been working on this thing for 10 years, and I keep rewriting it. It has never been longer or more solid in, than it is in this moment. I feel so freaking proud of myself. Awesome. What's your word count? I don't keep the whole thing in one thing. I don't, I don't keep either. the chapter well, after I post it. 31,000. I write each chapter individually, and then I send the chapter to my beta, and then I post it, and then I write the next chapter in that document. It's 31,000 death. I've got each chapter, and then all the chapters by year, just because I like it that way. Yeah, but see, the way it worked out was that I outlined this entire thing, and I started filling in where I wanted to write, and now it's 56 pages long. that's a separate document. My outline for Road Diverged is, let's see, 12 pages long. Your outline's 12 pages long? My see, outline's 12 pages. My outline yeah, just, is 12 pages long. My outline is a list of scenes to include and bits of writing that goes with those scenes. It's see, 3,000 I just feel like we write differently. Where I knew exactly how to phrase things, and I just had to write it down, so I had to put it somewhere. I put Am each I? chapter in an individual file, and then when I get the whole thing done, I put it all together. Once, uh, it's, lo- once it's long enough for me to separate into chapters, I'll separate it into chapters. Right now, it's just kind of one mass of cacophony. Oh, see, I, I do it that way because I have chapters. a word count limit for each chapter. Mm-hmm. I don't like to be mm-hmm. less than 7,000 words. I have a note have a in here to- that is going to... 3,000. I have a note in here that's going to drive me freaking nuts. Because you don't know what it is? In my iPhone, I write down my notes, and then I transport it to a book that has all my story notes in it. And I wrote down Harry's trunk. And I have no idea why I wrote down Harry's trunk. Oh, my gosh. I do that, too. I write myself. Either I write notes to myself, or I write bits of scenes. Mm Mm-hmm. And, oh, here it is. I still have it on my phone. Does he need a new school trunk with no, locks and stuff? No, because I would not do that because I, um, I hate that trope. What about a car? <laughs> okay, this is it. I'm not going to give Harry a car. <laughs> I don't know. Here's the sentence. Here's the sentence. Because, like, in the middle of the night, if I wake up and I, a scene comes into my brain, I write it on my phone. Yeah. And autocorrect. So I, yeah. Like, I usually let autocorrect with it because I figure, oh, I'll remember what it's supposed to say. It would probably be Fuse Genius 
to ask Ellen to reach it to Bill. <laughs> wow. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. Am I the only one that really doesn't outline? I don't precisely well, I don't, outline. I don't. I have out, a calendar. I say outline. I say outline. Yeah, I have a calendar too. Actually, I guess it's the closest thing to a calendar as you can get with a story that doesn't follow the year like Harry Potter does. I work in conjunction with BSG Wiki's mm-hmm. timeline, mm-hmm. which tries to match it by the days, like mm-hmm. um, matching it off of when they said, well, two weeks later and then one month yeah. ago, and they have the events all in order by days. So I have my outline follows that somewhat. Mm-hmm. I stole my calendar from the lexicon and then yeah. mashed it into the real calendar. See, I just love the fact that I don't have to actually follow canon because it's from a, an adult OC, so she has no tie to Hogwarts and Harry isn't in most of this fic. Yeah. Well, I just use real dates. I'll literally look at a calendar and be like, okay, this day is a Saturday, so that doesn't work, or whatever. Uh-huh. See, I'm not that specific. It's, it's nice not to have to worry about days of the week. I, I outlined I outlined the the months. So I outlined July to June and then I've like I started saying like okay this scene should go here, this scene should go here, this scene should go here and then when I got inspired to write a certain scene I would just write it as part of my outline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have my outline has a bunch of scenes written in it. That's why it's twelve pages. Like I said, I'm calling it an outline, but really it's just a list of episodes and things that have, like, it's day 46 to 49 is Colonial Day. Right. And then day 50, mm-hmm. day 50 is when they discover Cobalt and stuff See, like that, that. That's a way you can keep track of things is day number whatever, because mm-hmm. there really that's, isn't a that's calendar. How BSG Wiki, that's how BSG Wiki does it, which is mm-hmm. where I got my timeline from. Yeah, and it works, and it keeps it cohesive. Yes. Oh shoot! I because met, you can. Because my my it's like the story that I'm writing is meant like to slot in with Ken. Like I don't rehash every plot point of Ken. It's supposed to be like only the it stuff assumes that the, it assumes that the reader is familiar with canon. Like if you weren't familiar with canon, it wouldn't make sense. That's what I do because it's, I'm just like I'm not even gonna points and stuff. But like it I'm, references what's it like the um what's what's it called where they have the the Leobin on the ship and Kara goes over there. You know, like I reference random episodes like that like incidents right. that don't involve the main characters of the story i sort of vaguely referenced but i'm not going to go and rewrite an entire episode that would be basically the same now as it goes further stuff goes to hell and it's completely different like i think even getting into season two i think That's there's what- a lot of events unless except for the stuff that doesn't involve the main characters of the fic stuff is going to change completely. Yeah, and I mean, definitely, definitely after New Caprica, I don't, I can, I can't follow the episodes anymore because they no longer exist. <clears throat> Goodness, it on the floor. I'm starting to, um, man, I can feel myself being drunk right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm starting to put in some very vague Pofua um, references. Yes. Um, I've done that. Ella is introducing Harry to her friend, well, kind of her friend, who uh, coaches Quidditch. And, the friend uh, says, you're Harry Potter. 
No, well, he's American, so she, he has no clue who, she, who he really is. It's just like, oh, it's just Harry. But his name but, is Robert. And Ella's all right, just so, like... Hold on, that's interesting. So Harry's fame doesn't extend outside of Britain? I think no. Harry's fame would extend around he's the whole He's the only world. person to survive the killing curse. I think it was like a note in history, and now that it's like 10 years no, later... No, but the Bulgarian minister knew who he was. I mean, this is like... If you think that Voldemort was just England's problem, imagine this. Stalin was defeated by a baby. You know, like, don't you think that that child's name would be known by the whole world? Well, yeah, but I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that everyone's going to know that introduces this kid as Harry and not Harry Potter, but just Harry. They're not going to instantly be like, you're Harry Potter. Well, to the Bulgarian minister, he was introduced as Harry Potter. Yes. Anyway, because this is still very rough. And this guy's name is Robert. And Ella's just like... Does you he know, live with in, a guy named Aaron? No. <laughs> but Ella calls him Bob. And Robert says, Ella, you know I hate it when you call me Bob. Could you please refrain from doing that? And Ella says, oh, you're such a Hufflepuff. <laughs> you're such a good Hufflepuff. You have to make it, you're such a good Hufflepuff. <laughs> you're such a good Hufflepuff. But no, mine, um, I actually found one that works quite well. And that spilled through his lips into a line. <laughs> no, but it that, can't be. A, no, that but was it, one of my favorite parts about taking over the forum was that scene that I wrote where I drew my lips into a line and looked older than I've ever <laughs> <It's> looked. Fabulous. <laughs> I've done that and I've done significant glance and stuff. But the, the, the reason why it's not a good Hufflepuff, but it's just a Hufflepuff, is because it's Bob the Hufflepuff. Bob Hufflepuff. Bob Hufflepuff. See, I'm very subtle that, when I do good. stuff. That's, that's good and subtle. I had another subtle one, too, but I forget what it was. I guess it was so subtle, I forgot. It's just, you know, it so a little nod. It's Bob Hufflepuff. I have a couple yeah, more. There, there's, there's definitely a reference. I did include the Peanut song in the Doctor Who fic. MD is in my fic, and death is in my fic. I'm in the fic. Yeah, you're in your fic. You make a cameo. <laughs> what do I do? I haven't decided yet. I know, um, like, every country is slightly different. And America, because I'm kind of gaining off of the whole Silicon Valley, like, technology boom of the 70s. The American Wizards kind of experiment with techno magic and stuff and like making like Walkmans work with magic and stuff. So MD, because I know he's in IT, is the um, lead expert in techno magic. And then I clearly don't call him MD, but nice. and then I have a few idea of what your profession would be, but I haven't fully decided yet. I'm still working on it. Always good to have a potions master around. That's true, but I don't know in what way. Ooh, ooh, thank you. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I love this. I am Snape, the potions master. <laughs> I am Snape, the potions master. What is it? He's singing now? <laughs> no, it's, um, no, it's, it's, um, that's in the... Damn it, where's that, my pen? I think it's bothering Snape, I think. It is. It's bothering Snape. Bothering Snape, Snape stealing Snape, Harry. Potions master. Finding oh my God, Harry. You do, you're not familiar Jimmy. with bothering Snape? 
Damn it! Where's Snape. my pen? Are you are you legitimately not familiar with bothering Snape? I am legitimately not familiar with bothering Snape, but right now I'm currently confused because I can't find my pen, and I need my pen so I are can write this not- down before I forget it. Uh, are I can't you not believe of a computer? No, but it has to go in my notebook. <laughs> are you not wizard? Because that doesn't come up till later, and I can't put it in year five, so I have to write it down so I remember to put it in year six. Because then, otherwise, I'll forget. It'll be this huge question of, where am I going to put <laughs> death roll in my fic? <laughs> Are you laughing at Bothering Snape? Yes, I'm laughing at Bothering Snape. It's still funny. Oh, this is Potter Puppet Pals. You should have said Potter Puppet Pals, and then oh, I would have said Potter yes, Puppet I Pals? I understand Potter Puppet Pals. Well, the name of the clip is Bothering Snape. Now you know I am Snape of the Promotions Master. Snape. Snape. Severus Snape. Snape. Severus Snape. Dumbledore! Are you watching it? Yes, I am. I told you it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I seems- like the part where he stops moving. Stephen <laughs> 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 Perry and Ron are taking an afternoon nap. <laughs> Dumbledore just went through their pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Naked time! Dumbledore! Ah, I remember that. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> bother, bother, bother. Oh, trouble at Hogwarts. Quick, to the Pottermobile. <laughs> Prepare my flying machine. You need to look at the link that I sent you. Oh, do I? Ginny, huh? I haven't seen Ginny. (laughs) 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 Oh no, what is this? into the next edit that I do. (laughs) Two beers should not get me this drunk, but it's understandable when I'm, like, on five hours of sleep. I can feel myself being drunk. I can. Shut up. They were having, like, a gay thing. 
Who was having a gay thing? Serious Remus. There was something else that you said at the same time. You said that you could feel yourself being drunk. And I'm just trying to remember what that was. Faraday's a talkative one tonight. Yes, he is. He was talkative last night. I miss Boston. Boston misses you. Aww. Your love. I can't wait to come back in October. It's going to be good times. I can't believe you have a pofa table. That's just nuts. Are you expecting the table to collapse or something? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. By the way, I posted my Boston Day 2 on LiveJournal, and I like spent half of it raving about the barbecue. <laughs> like, I had like, an in-depth analysis of why barbecue is important. <laughs> Where was this? I saw my LiveJournal. Awesome. It was really well smoked, and the barbecue sauce was awesome but did not overpower the meat which is very important and it complemented the beer well which is also very important mm-hmm. it was really really good as she takes a sip as i take a sip of double take ale and then of course we worked all those calories off on our bike ride we didn't work half of them off but let me be you know yeah. let me let, let me imagine <laughs> sue wants to know if it's bad when the pizza place knows your name by what you order oh hell no the thai place eight floors down from me knows me by what i order i always get the same thing okay it, it really is bedtime so i really am gonna good night this. or at least i'm gonna go get a snack before bed so i'll still be around to chat <laughs> okay and with that we have finished our discussion for this evening and we would like to say good night to you all Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Bye, guys. Good night. I should go soon, too. Yeah, I'm going to hang up. Good night. Okay. Good night. Mooney. Crap. I can't hang up. And we are out. <laughs>